The following podcast is closed caption for the Disney impaired. Ooh, finally! Alone time in my laughing place. Time to relax, grab myself a bribeberry, and listen to mouse rants. What's mouse rants? Ah, you scared me, Bradbear! Sorry. How's it that you never heard of mouse rants? What is it? Some sort of podcast? Why, yes it is! But remember, mouse rants contain strong language that you or someone with you may find inappropriate. If y'all easily offended or have no interest in Disney, it's time to be turning around! <laughs> inappropriate language? Well, that's offensive. Thanks anyway. <laughs> Ooh, I don't got that friend there again! <laughs> I love my laughing place! Episode 40. We made it 40 episodes without getting fucking fined. That's phenomenal. (laughs) I'm your host, Jerry Skids. As always with me is my co-host, Simone DeMilo. How are you doing today, Simone? I'm doing aight. I'm doing okay as well. Today, we have brought back special guests because alone, me and Simone are just fucking horrendous. Yeah, we suck. We need people to, to work with here. So today, we have... Miss Meg of Egg. How are you doing today? Oh yeah, Megan. I'm here and I'm great. How are you? I'm phenomenal. I am fucking phenomenal, actually. <laughs> uh, you're a huge Disney fan. We like huge Disney fans. Um, so we brought you on and uh, we're going to discuss a lot of shit today, including dining and uh, some of the new announcements at D23. And by the way, I'm breaking my rule, which is never talking about new news until it's old news. Just for you. So, you know, <laughs> that means something. <laughs> I understand we... it on a different level. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into any of that, I'd like to get to know you a little bit. So tell me about your little, your Disney history, how you became the Disney fan that you are today. Okay. So when I was younger, I had a... Boring! No, yep. I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> when I was little, I used to know. <laughs> so when I was little, literally, I had a VHS player. And my mom would only buy Disney VHSs because they were family friendly and, you know, the whole hmm, wholesome situation. So I'd watch like Lion King, Aladdin, Aladdin a million times, Beauty and the Beast, all those things. So once I got past the movie thing, I would start collecting stuffed animals because I'm a girl. So I have a bunch of stuffed animals from Disney, like the whole thing. Um, grew up. I The first time I ever went to the park, I was too little to remember it. The only memory I have is being too short to go on Splash Mountain, so I had to suffer through the country bears. And I remember screaming the entire time, because I was like, this is bullshit. As a kid, you didn't get the joke of blood on the saddle and what that meant? 
I was, I think I was four years old. And my brother was like two. <laughs> so that's the first time I ever went to Disney. Luckily, because I live in a really spoiled rich town, my high school choir, well, specialty choir, because I'm that great, specialty choir trip to Disney World um, when I was a sophomore in high school. We got to go there, and they pretty much gave, like, all of us 15, 16-year-olds, like, free range of all four parks, as long as we told whatever chaperone that was drunk at the park that we were there. So... I'm talking about like the band teacher that went on the trip was at singing spirits at all-star music at five 30 in the morning. Like, all right, it's time for bloody Mary's and Hollywood studios. So, so we got to run around the parks five days. We sang for 25 minutes, got to run around for five days. Sweet. At that point I was like, Hey, I like boys and I like Disney, but I like Disney more because boys are unreliable. So, After that, later on, I started dating a boy when I was a junior, and we went to Disney for my graduation year with his family. Then him and I went the next year, but I was like, I'm pretty much going for me. Like, I don't care what you do. Just keep drinking. Like, go away. I just, I'm riding Dumbo. Don't touch me. Bye. Like, just go that way. So I've been obsessed with Disney since I was like too old pretty much to like as I was walking pretty much and all the way through then <laughs> going to the parts has been like the most thing I love watching the movies and stuff especially Pixar which most people are like Pixar's not Disney well it is now bitch so get the fuck over it <laughs> I like the Pixar movies and I love going to the parks specifically Disney World because I've never been to Disneyland and I know what like the whole layout of Disney World I can go there with my eyes closed and have fun but started when I was little Disney movies later on Disney parks when I was a young adolescent roaming free through the world and got to experience it with all my friends. So that pretty much made Disney world awesome that I was like, I can just pretty much run around and do whatever the fuck I want. So that makes it awesome to me. Cause if I go to Disney world, I don't got to worry about shit. If I'm drunk, magical express will pick me up and bring me to the airport. If I don't know where I'm going, I can just ask anybody with giant Mickey hands and they'll point with two fingers in the correct direction. So I don't have to worry about anything. I can just wander around aimlessly and have fun. Beautiful. See, that is a great intro. See, this is, we don't get great intros a lot. We get, yep, I'm here and I'm ready to curse. I'm like, well, more than that. That's We're more than that. I rarely, I rarely curse. Like, within the past, like, three years, like, I just kind of, like, stepped it down because I work in a family-friendly environment. It just kind of, like, fell out of my vocabulary. But I have a lot of them saved up for this. Wait, you work in a family-friendly environment? I thought you worked in a liquor store. I used to work at a bakery before I oh. worked at a liquor store. And it was like people would come in at 7 o'clock in the morning with their screaming children. And if I cursed at all, like I would get screamed at. I hate oh, yeah. calling it cursing. That feels like very Southern. But I, I, I used to swear like often. Like my dad would be like, do you really – did you just learn the word fuck the other day? I'm like, yes, actually. Fucking – yes, I fucking did. So <laughs> he's like, you really don't need to use that. I'm like, whatever. And then I worked at the bakery and they were very adamant about like language because there were very proper Wellesley people there that had their children. And I could not swear or say anything. I couldn't even say the word hell. Like, Oh, my God. Oh, that's yeah. – that, see, that I can't deal with. <laughs> so I moved Hell out of that into, into the liquor store, but the liquor store out of the one, there's four stores in my chain. The one that I work at, it's more like older people who are like on their way out that are very like conservative and like they get their wine and whatever. So if I like dropped an F bomb, they'd be like, <gasps> and have a heart attack and die in my store and it would be a liability. So I have a couple getting to know you questions. Most people are like, what's your favorite park? What's your favorite ride in your favorite park? No. 
We have. I hate uh, the parks. Does that help you? No, I'm just kidding. Oh no! Well, I guess we gotta go now. Thank you for joining us, Meg. Um, Fuck your parks. <laughs> I guess my first question would be: Have you ever found a random guy in the park? Unfortunately, no. Every time I've gone to Disney, when I was really little, it was my family, and I was four well, years old. I wasn't Mac okay, and wait, toddlers, wait. but let's clarify this one. Um, <laughs> since you've been eighteen and or older. Have you found random guys walking around the park and just kind of pulled them to the side and gave them the old, you know, up and down? Nope. Since I've been eight, every time I've gone to Disney since I've been 18, I was with one the kid that I went in my graduation year and in the year following, like we were dating for two years. So we went both last week of May, those two years. And the most recent, since 2009, that was the last time I went before this past November, I went November 18th for one day. I drove from Massachusetts to Key West, then up to Homestead to go to NASCAR for the weekend, then up to West Palm Beach for like a couple hours to visit like a relative, then went to Disney, checked in for the night, slept, woke up the next morning, went to all four parks in one day, and after wishes that night, drove from Florida back to Massachusetts with my 23-year-old brother. Right. So there was <laughs> That no... seems like a busy trip. Dude, <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever. 28 hours from Massachusetts to Key West. We showed up. like We got to Key West at probably like 5 o'clock in the morning. And since Key West is so small, we parked our car. We walked to the other side of the island where the beach was. And we watched the sun come up at the end of our 28-hour straight drive. We took one-hour break like, in the middle, but... We switched off and we made it 28 hours straight. Nice. Wow. So it was totally That's worth it. it. And then the <laughs> one the one day we were at Disney. My birthday is November 20th. And Mickey and Minnie's birthday is November 18th. And it just right. so happened that the way the trip fell, the one day we would have at Disney was November 18th. And I was like, there's no fucking way I'm not getting a birthday button. Sorry, not happening. I'm already here. It's going on. It's my birthday. Fuck all of you. So... <laughs> I got my birthday pin like the night before the 17th at night when we checked in at all-star sports, we slept for the night. We woke up and we we're going to go to Epcot first. I had my pin. I was ready to go. And it's like 55 degrees. I was like, this feels like Massachusetts weather. What's going on? Whatever. We're going to do it anyway. So we went to all the parks. Everyone's like, happy birthday. Do you know who else's birthday it is? I'm like, it's Nikki and Minnie's birthday, bitch. I'm aware. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, that's so awesome. I'm like, my birthday is in two days, but you can keep telling me happy birthday. I like it. Thanks. So I've never had a time at Disney when I've been able to scope out other individuals at the parks. Next question What is your least favorite attraction besides Stitch's Great Escape? Everybody's least favorite is Stitch's Great Escape. Let's get a little further. Let's get a little deeper on this one. Did you say besides Stitch's Great Escape because I've You're not talked about it before or because everybody talks about it as the worst? Be- because every single time that we have a guest on and we ask them this question, Stitch's they say Stitch's Great Escape. <laughs> least favorite other than Stitch. Attraction or specifically ride or just like anything? For no, nope, any attraction. Not, not a food place, but an attraction. Food is an attraction of its own, but it's never bad. Even, even when it's bad, it's not that bad. <laughs> least favorite attraction at Disney World in Florida, other than Stitch's Great Escape, would probably be... 
I don't even know the name of it. It's an animal kingdom, and it's like super rickety, and it hurts Wait, the brain. Private right squirrel. Oh. Yes. Private squirrel. Yes. Fuck that ride. Oh. Fuck that ride. <laughs> you like spin around, and you're like, well, I just ate a bunch of food that costs way too much money, and it's going to end up on the ground in about four seconds. Plus, my back hurts. Ugh. And you know what I was, I was... pisses me the fuck off? Okay, if I'm going to a carnival, you don't have to like, really pay to get into a carnival. You just show up and buy tickets and like play games and ride rides and shit. Right. You pay money to get into Animal Kingdom. Like, whether it's Park Hopper or Tech, whatever, you pay to get in there. Why <laughs> the fuck am I having to pay you more money to play your dumbass carnival games in Dinoland? <laughs> it's it's psychotic. It's absolutely psychotic. I get what they were doing with the theming, but literally, it's it it needs to be demolished. That whole fucking area. I've, as I've said many times before, it needs to become Australia because they already have kangaroos. Oh, damn, I'm with you. Yes, they have kangaroos kind of in the vicinity already. They have uh, Nemo just right down the fucking block. It makes sense for Australia to be there. So stop being fucking douchebags. If you want to keep dinosaur, I guess you can move it. You know, because it's inside a building, so you can just move it to fucking where near where Avatar Land is going to be, or Good Pandora, Lord. <laughs> and and keep all the fantasy shit over there. There are lots then, of people who chill. want a Jungle Book boat ride. I'm like, I'm down with that. Get rid of all these okay. dinosaurs because we're okay. So you're going through Africa and Asia, which are currently places like right now in time, and then magically you turn a corner. You're like, oh well, now we're back in prehistoric times when they were dinosaurs which no regular human being on the earth ever has seen let's just make it up as we go and charge you <laughs> lots of money to throw rings on shit to buy a stuffed animal mm. that you have to carry around the parks for the rest of the day fuck that <laughs> absolutely i don't carry around so shit at the parks absolutely nothing <laughs> well i carry my video camera because i kind of am obsessed with it but i'm not that fancy story. Uh, but if you like win some shit, you're gonna have to like get a locker because you can't go on any of the rides with a huge freaking like uh, stuffed whatever. Like, you're gonna stuff a Nemo. three and a half foot dinosaur into one of those pouch thingies on Cali River Rapids? I think no. <laughs> no, not at all. No, it's it's just a ploy for you to spend money on the things and then spend money on a locker. That's all it's about. Yep. Fuck, fuck them. So that's that. Simone, ask a question. We 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 have we have a couple more we can do. Ooh, oh, questions, shit. Okay, so say, okay, we, I guess we usually ask this for our, our guy guests, but we're going to flip it around for you. Uh, all right, so say you find a, uh, a fine young lad uh, who's very attractive. Where would you, where's the best place to give him a blowjob? Yes. Does it have to just be a lad, or could it be either? Because I don't mind either way. Oh, if you don't mind either way, then yeah. Somewhere to drag somebody into somebody. somewhere. And use some sort of tongue action on their private parts, yes. yes. This is going to sound really crazy, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. I went in November, and the last time was 2009, so I don't, I don't, when I went in November, I didn't look in this general area where I was before. But in 2009, I was caught in a rainstorm at Epcot. And me and the kid that I was dating for like two years, we were like, okay, we're not going outside because that doesn't make any sense. And he was just, he was on like country seven out of nine for like drinks around the world. I wasn't old enough to drink yet. So like I couldn't have as much, but like I tried stuff, but he was like pretty good at this point to the point where he laid down on the ground. Okay. So if you're going into the France pavilion on the left is like the. 
partisserie place or whatever pastries and yeah shit. and on the right is like the exit of the movie yeah, it's kind of like it's, in that, that back area where, where uh, yeah, where the store is and stuff. Yeah, so there's like the store where you can buy like the wire thing, the wire Eiffel Towers and stuff. On the back right corner, there's like a carpeted area that like kind of slopes down after you leave the France movie, which I've never seen, but it comes out of there. Right. Okay. Me and like probably me and him and probably like six or seven other people were in that carpeted area while it was raining, and he was straight up like laying on the ground, like just. I've had so much to drink. I don't know what to do. Just like, meh. I'm like, okay, well, it's pouring rain and there's nothing else going on. So like, just like close your mouth and face, please. But I feel like if there was enough people and maybe a poncho, that would be a semi-public place to do it. But I would not be turned off by that whole situation. This is good. This is the first huh. time we've actually gotten a place that's not a ride. So that's yeah. good. I like that. It's the most <laughs> random place on the planet, but it is like also it. a place. Yeah. <laughs> that place next to the thing where that ramp is, it's a carpet. It needs a big explanation, <laughs> but I enjoy it. I don't, I, like the, I don't know if it's still shaped like that. I didn't look when I went in November, but I remember. I vividly remember like the end of the – there's like the doors that don't have handles on that side. So like they open only one way and everyone like floods out of the movie. So I'd be like, oh, I'm just cleaning. <laughs> Sorry, just cleaning up. Sorry. I'll be right back. <laughs> You just gotta time it because the movie's what, like eleven minutes, so you gotta or no seventeen idea. I've minutes. I've never seen it. Forgot already. Well, it's like somewhere between eleven and seventeen. You time the movie, see when people are coming out, and then you know exactly how much time to take. You know how fast to go at what times, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yep. So beautiful. All right, my last question is gonna be this: since we were talking about World Showcase, the question is, what is your drink of choice in World Showcase? And you can choose anything. I. Like I said, the last time I went, I wasn't old enough. And then in November I went, but we were in Epcot very early before anything really opened in the World Showcase. But my brother and I tried sake and instantly spit it out. So not that. Um, you don't like sake? Not on a 55-degree <laughs> cold day. Like I'm in a sweatshirt. I'm like, I want sweatpants and hot chocolate. I was, it was not not the business. Although not not did, a hot sake. Although one time when I was in New York, I chugged a bottle of sake. And everyone's like, you're supposed to use a little cup. I was like, for who? Like, absolutely <laughs> not. And that was literally, I swear on the universe, that is the drunkest night I've ever had in my entire life. I went, and saw, I went and saw Marcus Schultz, and I drank an entire bottle of sake to my face. And everyone's like, you're supposed to share that. I was like, nah, dude, this is like 15 ounces. Get out of here. Like, I was like, I can handle my <laughs> liquids. No, absolutely not. <laughs> it was so bad. But my favorite drink in Epcot that I tried when I was not old enough to try, um, the tangerine slushy something or whatever in Morocco, whatever's in that thing. Oh, I know it. <laughs> it is it is delicious and it takes forever to drink. The slush of Morocco yeah. is my jam. Yeah, it's good. It's very good. I'm a, I, I really love orange flavored things. So if you're going orange or anything like that, I'm all for it. That's... Send them to me. Yes, please, please, please. I, okay, I'm so strange that I, in my bedroom I have a, an Irish flag hanging on my wall because I'm Irish. I have a Bye. Canadian flag hanging on my wall because I'm part Canadian. And I also have a Jolly Roger hanging over my bed. <laughs> because you're part pirate. I am part pirate. So like Peter Pan pirate or like, you know, Somalian pirate? Oh, no, <laughs> like swashbuckling Caribbean Bermuda style Jamaican pirate. So, so not like I am the captain now. <laughs> no, I never saw that movie, but I am the captain. Well, you know now. the quote. 
And that's all that mattered. <laughs> Which is funny because people enough. are like, there are no pirates in New England. I'm like, here's the deal, bitch. <laughs> For someone as uneducated as yourself, there is actually a New England pirate museum located in Salem, Massachusetts. Been and there. I can go there for $8 and read and hear all about the pirates that happened in this general vicinity. So tell me there's no pirates in Boston and I will fucking punch you. I got to tell you that the fucking, all those museums are shit. Oh, except for the pirates. The pirate museum was cool because I was able to spend some amount of time there. But Salem Damn is a rip. Right. <laughs> Fuck. Because pirates are real and witches are whack. <laughs> Sorry, I love Harry Potter, but that's fictional. People in Salem are like, witches are legit. I'm like... You're paying a lot of money for some random lady in her basement telling you, oh, my God, you should plant a hen egg in your backyard and you're going to have a tree full of money. That's insane. (laughs) (laughs) That shit is gnarly. (laughs) The only positive thing about that general part of the state is that, like, so when you drive up Route 1, you go through Peabody first and there's a fucking Sonic there. And it's like one of the only Sonics in the state. So you like pull into Sonic and you get your like corn dogs and your tater tots and like your slushy. And then you go like by the water and you're like, okay, like Salem, cool, wax museum, but pirate museum, obviously badass. But then you're like, I'm going to leave here before the, all the people with knives and raping people show up because Salem is sketchy. Wow. Yeah, but fried fried dough lives, you know, in Boston, and that's delicious. Just saying, <sighs> we don't get fried dough on the streets in New York, all right? No, nope. we get fucking nasty fucking hot dogs and knishes uh, and shit like that, but no fried dough, and that's very sad. Can I tell you a really sad story about New York? Well, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. I was in New York once when that was the drunkest I've ever been in my entire life at that restaurant. Saki, I remember. Yes. I was going to a concert, but early in the day, I took the bus from Boston to New York because I was like, I'm not going to drive my car there. There's no point. I'm not going to park and have my car, like, set on fire or something. So, took the bus really early in the morning. I got to New York City at probably, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. I was like, all right, I have from 10 until probably, like, 8 or so to, like, do stuff before everyone gets together and goes to their thing. One of the places I went to was Kid Robot. Cool. I got myself a keychain. Like, I searched for the Stormtrooper-specific toy that I was looking for and I didn't get it in my like blind box and I was like this sucks I like came on a bus for four hours and he's like oh you want to trade I was like perfect thank you for the one thing I was looking for (laughs) so that was great had lunch at some really awesome pizza place where they like measure it out and then you just like cut it nice vegan pizza wasn't bad cool then I went to what is it Midtown Comics or whatever it's called yeah, Midtown Comics. Yeah, Comics, yeah. <laughs> With the specific, like, cash-in-hand specific mission of buying myself a Stormtrooper helmet. Because right. I've always wanted one. Obviously, it's something that I would I really... Sell. I want one really bad. Went to Midtown Comics, looked it up online, checked the price, got all that stuff. Like, had my card ready, ready to go, got all this cash. I said, hey... Can I see that Stormtrooper helmet, please? They pulled it out. The person was holding it and stuff. I'm like, okay, I'll buy this from you right now. I just need to make sure that it fits on my head. Right. Because I wanted to put it on my head. You know, like helmets go on your head. (laughs) Like when you go to buy a baseball helmet, you put it on to make sure your ears aren't being like squished into your eyeballs. You want to make sure it fits your brain. So I was like... Yeah, I literally, like, I'll buy this from you right now. I just need to make sure it fits on my head. Can I put it on? And they were like, absolutely not. 
what? Absolutely. I was not. like, okay. What? I was like, excuse me. I was like, this is a movie like replica, and we don't allow people to try it on. Okay, so you're telling me you don't want two hundred ninety five ninety nine plus tax for this right now because you can't. I can't put it on my brain because literally, <laughs> once it's on, once it's on my headpiece, I will walk over to the counter with it and give you the money and walk out with it on my face. Like I'm not. This is not a drill. Like I came here for this, and they're like, we don't allow people to put it on regardless. It's not supposed to be worn. I'm like, if I pay almost three hundred dollars for something, I'm pretty sure I get to decide if it gets worn or not. If I buy a really expensive painting, like a Picasso or something, and someone's like, oh, you paid like $15,000 for it, but you can't have it because you're going to put it on your body. Excuse me? I'm going to pay $50,000 for Picasso, and I'm going to roll in it and be like, oh, this is for me. I'm going to make a human burrito with it. I don't care. If I buy something, I can do whatever the fuck I want with it. And these people right. were not having it. So I'm still Stormtrooper helmetless, and I still want to burn down Midtown Comics. You lose! It was so, like, one, still one of the worst experiences I've ever had in my life. I hate Midtown Comics. I've been there all of two times. I also know that they do a lot of things for New York Comic Con, which I hate because <laughs> they fucked me out of getting tickets. They wouldn't, first of all, they wouldn't give us fucking press passes, even though, I don't know, we do a fucking Disney podcast, which owns fucking Marvel, fucking Star Wars, and Almost half the things that they're promoting over at Comic-Con. People but no. still like to pretend that Marvel is not a Disney thing. I'm like, Ugh. have you read a fucking book? Seriously. Or, I don't know, this thing that we like to call the interwebs. It's everywhere. Marvel is not by itself. It is a Disney property. Get the fuck on the boat. Absolutely. So they, they fucked us over. So we didn't get the press passes. Fine. We go to buy regular passes. We're, we, we're waiting on the virtual queue, as they called it. And then fucking... I get through, I buy my tickets, I get through to the thing, I go, uh, what is it called? You click on the shopping cart or whatever. It told me to put in my payment. I did that. And then it takes me to a survey. Okay? So I filled out the survey. I hit the fucking button. And it decided, I'm just going to pop you back to that virtual queue again. Which I waited in for three more hours while every fucking ticket sold out. That's unacceptable. It is unacceptable. So I fucking hate Midtown Comics because they're in association with that bullshit. Anyway. But let's get on more <laughs> exciting things. Actually, similar to Comic-Con, D23 just happened. See? This is a, a, a nice segue right here. You said you wanted to talk a little bit about one of the new things. Now, when you mentioned Pandora, I thought you were referring to the fact that, you know, Pandora is sponsoring Wishes now, which I find odd. The jewelry place. Uh. Which doesn't seem to make much sense, but I guess if Siemens can you know, uh, sponsor illuminations. I guess that this can happen too. Um, but no, you actually were referring to D23, I suppose. So, um, well, why don't you tell me what you want to talk about? Because I'm all fucking ears. So are the audience. And I assume Simone is, even yes. though she's fucking not saying shit. Please listen, Simone. I love you. Oh, I love you too. No, I like every time we have guests on, like he always complains that I don't talk enough, but it's because like, I enjoy listening to what the guests have to say. And, you know, like I already have, like episodes where I get to talk, so it's somebody else's turn. So before we talk about Pandora, how did you feel about the rest of the announcements, just as a whole? Let's just let's glance over them. Just a quick glance. Was there was there anything that bothered you really? Like I'm happy about Star Wars Land, except for the fact that they're copying it in Disneyland, which is, I mean, come on. Like can't like I feel like two, the two parks should be 100% separate because I have no reason to go to California now. 
Because I'm just like, well, well, Cars Land is there. Man, I don't care. I hate Cars. You know, oh, fucking. Oh, I hated it, man. I hated Cars 1, I hated Cars 2, and I hated Brave. Those are the only three Pixar movies I hate. Cars 2 I, I won't the- take. I don't like Brave really that much either, but Cars 1 was good. I would rather ditch, I don't know, something else, but I like Cars 1. For some, <laughs> just because I like Cars and the fact that the people in the movie are NASCAR announcers, and I watch NASCAR, so I'm like, oh my god, I know you from somewhere else. You're so great. <laughs> it's like, it's really odd. Like, it, you know, Blades of Glory... If like people yeah. watch like Olympic or like watch figure skating, it's like a thing. Like like people watch golf. If yeah. you watch like a Disney movie or like a popular pop culture movie that has to do with like your niche like sport thing, like if they had the golf announcers on like a new like Disney movie called like Golf Carts, and it was like based on cars, but it was just like golf carts on a golf green, whatever. And they had the announcers from like regular golf on it. You'd be like, oh my God, like they know my people. What's going on? Yeah. So that's how I felt with Cars 1 because I was like, I know Daryl Waltrip in real life. Like I know his family story and I know his friends. And I, oh my God. It was, <laughs> that's my jam. I actually 100% agree with you because in a blog post I did a while ago about like Pixar movies, uh, I put Cars at, well, I guess it was third to the bottom of my list because of the fact that um, I don't like know anything about Cars. I don't even have a fucking license. I live in Brooklyn. We don't need one here. Uh, I don't. It's not my. It's not my jam, as you might say. So yeah. personally, I knew nothing about it, and it didn't. The, just the concept. I just went through the fact that it was a uh, ripoff of Doc Hollywood, which was a decent mm, movie. Yeah. And uh, that was that's the only way I rated it. But if if I actually enjoyed Cars a lot, of course that would have been up. In, 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 it would probably be in my top five. It you know, is because my top it's five. about <laughs> something I love. See the so first one go. though, not the second one, because the second one right. was. The second was one was like, oh. it was kind of like Austin Powers ish, but like for more ki- like kids like also slash like Inspector Clouseau like just bullshit. I was like, okay, Pink Panther slash Austin Powers, Cars Land like you're just trying to be like hokey, and I'm not a fan. But yeah. the first one was my jam, as I would say. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So so anything else that you didn't like? Um, I within really. The really really am very still upset and sort of annoyed that nobody said absolutely jack shit about the new Haunted Mansion remake with Guillermo del Toro. Especially after they announced that Ryan Gosling was going to be in it. Ryan Gosling, eh? Really? (laughs) So you're telling me that you're going to announce Incredibles 2, which everybody knew about. Right. Toy Story 4, which pretty much everybody knew about. Star Wars Land, which everyone pretty much assumed. Right. New area other than Star Wars at Hollywood Studios. Everyone assumed that. Everyone knew Moana was coming out. Everyone knew that we were getting Shanghai. Obviously, if you don't know that Shanghai is happening, you're living under a fucking rock. Because they were like, <laughs> hey, I have a giant boner and it's for Shanghai. And it's here. You can look at it. Shanghai everything. So that bothered me a lot because I don't ever plan on going there unless there's some like super awesome deal on Adventures by Disney that goes to all the Asian parks, which because if Disney was smart, they would do that. Right. Of course. But so I was really upset with the whole Shanghai thing. But the Tron light cycles look awesome. The only thing I was really excited about pretty much was that Animal Kingdom is going to be open later. I'm not a mm-hmm. fan that it's going to mm-hmm. be Pandora, but Animal Kingdom being open later is helpful because it keeps people out of the other parks. And I can hang out in Animal Kingdom for longer and just keep drinking margaritas. So that's cool. And the only other thing I like 
thought was like super awesome is when they announced Toy Story Land, they announced like the Slinky Coaster. Yeah. And from the concept art and from like the video that they showed of like the track sh- moving, whatever, parts of that, well, first of all, the coaster's outside, which how many outside roller coasters do you have at Disney World? Huh. One, uh... two, three. If you consider Splash Mountain a coaster, but, which is not. Exactly. But... Not very many. <laughs> but how many of them go over areas where people are walking underneath or beside or next to? Uh, none of them. This slinky coaster, the way it's drawn, if it goes the way I think it's supposed to go, you can be walking down the street and like have like a coaster like go over your head and people being like, which is awesome. I think that's awesome. <laughs> I was super stoked about that. The one thing that bothered me the most is there's no timelines for anything. No one's like, Toy Story Land coming summer of 2019 or something like that. Not yeah. even like a vague, like, mm-hmm. we're shooting for this time. It's like, guess what? We're going to be building for a shitload of time, and you just got to hunger down and deal with it because there's only, like, three other things to do in this park. It's going to be 2021 to 2023. I guarantee you that. It's not going to be any earlier than that for either Star Wars Land or Toy Story Land. That makes me sick. <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't. I mean, look, I don't know what the, what's in their heads, but did you see how long it took them to make Pandora and it's still not open yet? You know what I mean? They've been working on it for Speaking fucking Speaking of Pandora, ever. the entire thing that I wanted to talk about is I am so mad that Pandora, A, exists in the Disney, like, IP sphere. Like, I didn't see that movie when it came out. I didn't want to see that movie pretty much at all. But (laughs) after the first announcement that Pandora was coming out, I was like, okay, like, we'll see how it goes. Like, whatever. I never saw it. I didn't really care. Now, like, getting closer to the D23 and the D23, like, deep in in depth, like, model and all that stuff, I didn't really care. I saw Avatar probably, like, three or four months ago, and absolutely nothing about that movie if somebody if nobody told me where that movie came from and i watched it and i said you were like hey who do you think made this movie i never in a million years would have guessed disney (laughs) not once that is not to me that is not a disney movie that is like a sad mistake it does not i I mean disney didn't make it it's fucking you know they just bought it they just you know it's it's ridiculous exactly so it doesn't make sense in their theming at anything secondary from all of that just because the movie was terrible doesn't mean like the land could be terrible i mean you can like even if it wasn't a movie people just like make shit up and like build a land how do you go from africa and asia to magically i'm on a different fucking planet right that does not make sense Mm. if you're gonna go for the interplanetary whatever you would build on the back half of tomorrowland and connect tomorrowland to fantasy land with a fantasy-esque New World area type deal, Tomorrowland planet. No, and I agree with you. The the only thing is that they would they would really need to sell it. You know what I mean? Meaning you'd have to literally like I saw that they had this video. I don't know how much you saw online, but there was a video that was kind of losty. I don't know if you ever watched Lost, but nope. um, it was very uh, let's say it was as if it was a travel log, but it was fictional. Joe Rody played a guest. Yeah, no, I saw that. It was like a later. introduction to like, this is how I li- like. I'm one of the first residents right. of Pandora, and it's been amazing. And there's one super annoying kid who was like really into it, and he was like, "Yes, the little blonde kid or whatever he oh, was." Oh yeah, yeah, it's like, like a little hair flip and like a black. Yes, yes. And the black <laughs> button. I was like, "Wow, I can't believe that I'm so lucky to be here at Pandora." I'm like, oh. dude, 
Oh, we're going to throw you off the side yeah. of the boat next time. So, <laughs> sorry. But based on that, if they kept that same type of, if they really like believe, if and they make you believe that, that you're, you're in actually Jurassic traveling Park of a different planet. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And Shit again, been done I before. Hate, well, that's true. And that's that's my problem with it is that I don't like the concept. I don't like where it came from. The movie is terrible. As it's been said millions of times before, but it's Dances with Wolves, it's fucking Fern Gully. It's I'd rather watch both of those other movies. And they're making more one. of them? Who's yeah, paying more. for that? Disney, because fucking that's what's happening. They're now now working with James Cameron, but it's not going to be a Disney movie. They're just still just, you know, renting the franchise. The thing that bothers so, me the most is James Cameron actually does like real footage of non-fictional animals like in their environments like he's gone down like into the bottom of the ocean like filmed like weird invertebrates and like things that are floating around like real animals on this planet and for some reason he's like nope we're gonna go on this whole other planet and just throw it in with all these real life animals it doesn't make sense it doesn't i hate everything about pandora except for the like (laughs) like the fact that there's gonna be a luminescent like nighttime things that's cool i mean that's cute. And the fact the park's going to be open later, that's awesome. But other than that, I'm probably not going to go to Pandora ever. I'm definitely going because I have to. Well, first of all, I have to for the show. But I have yeah. to because I'm, I'm one of those people who have to literally do everything. The only thing I've ever missed at a Disney park is the Narnia exhibit because I refuse to walk into that <laughs> piece of shit garbage. That's the only thing I've never done. So it's like for me to just go, I'm not going here would be ludicrous. I can't. Yeah, do that I would totally do that. Like, okay. And on <laughs> top of that, the word Pandora before Disney decided to adopt it into the like fancy planet, and everyone's like, oh, my bracelet's named Pandora. It was like a negative thing. Like the whole Pandora's yeah, Pandora box, box situation, like that's like a very dark and negative story. Like the things in Pandora, like in the box, are like, demons and evil things and like sins and lies and like everything that degenerates like but for some reason well they're like we're gonna turn we're gonna turn this into something awesome and like go and make it some fantasy land nah dude if you if kids when kids grow to the point where they learn pandora in school because i had to do like a cold greek mythology like probably six months of a year in history once kids get there, they'll be like, wait a second, Pandora, that's really not good. <laughs> like, we don't like that. James Cameron, first of all, picked the word Pandora for the planet. Fine. Dumb. But Pand- Pandora is everything. As, remember, as I said before, I was confused about what you wanted to talk about because literally Pandora is the radio thing. from my, my It's an app on my fucking yeah. phone. It's, it's also a jewelry place. And they work with Disney. Pandora is fucking sponsoring Wishes. Again, don't know why, but they are. So there you go. And, and now Pandora's also involved with Disney because of fucking Avatar. Which it doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't think they can get the little R circle next to it because so many other things have it. Yeah. yeah so how but do you that, feel about that, Disney? Someone's going to be like, you're using my <laughs> franchise name and you're going to be fucking sued for it. It's going to be such a pain in the ass. <laughs> Well, that's just, why it's Pandora, the world of Avatar. You sh- they should have just like literally like had somebody at somewhere in Disney just like get really tired and just like throw their hands on a keyboard and like put random letters together and be like the world is called Ixtapartame and be like oh, okay cool nobody else has that name we're gonna trademark it register trademark it put it on everything and make sweatshirts with it <laughs> that's what we're gonna do anyways. I agree. 
for the real part of Animal Kingdom that should still be there in all its glory, Rivers of Light is happening, and they're extending the safari to have nighttime animals. Well, oh. all animals are technically nighttime, but they're going to extend the yeah. safari. They're going to add hyenas and African wild dogs. That's right. Night I'm, I'm excited about because safari in the dark to me is 100% okay. That's I'm a big fan of that. Especially yeah. if they have like, this is going to be sound super fancy, but like night vision goggles like in the front of the seats. Like, oh, just grab these and like look to your left. Like there's a rhino like going to sleep or this cheetah is about to kill this antelope. But even though not really because they're separated, but <laughs> close. Right. We'll be, it'll, be, it's a, it'll be way cooler at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I agree. I, I, I'm, I'm happy about Animal Kingdom being open. The only thing that makes me upset is now I can't leave Animal Kingdom early and go to Epcot and get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Let's see if you're clever. You can just bring your drinks to Animal Kingdom. Plus, they got some really great margaritas there. And I love mojitos. You know, they, have good drink. they have good drinks there, but something about drinking in different countries gives me a little bit of a, a tingle in the pants, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I can't wait to actually drink around the world for real soon. Hopefully with Seriously. the next year. <laughs> but but off of drinking now and on to dining because I have a question. Food, um, food, food. We can just talk about whatever. But what I want to know is you you seem to have some sort of an interest in some sort of dining plan thing because you originally had told me that. Hell and I yeah. Piqued my interest, but I didn't want to ask you until we got here because I wanted to be surprised. Um, so dining is is I know mine and Simone's favorite part of of, of Disney World in general because yep. the food is fucking delicious no matter what mm-hmm. my mom says and <laughs> <laughs> my mom hates the food but that's because she's probably only eating counter counter service oh, so yeah, you know <laughs> i don't remember i was a little kid my mom used to take me all the time and i don't remember a fucking thing except for the fact that i had fun but whatever but your dining plan idea let's hear it okay <laughs> i have not read or seen or heard anybody talk about this and i feel like it's a serious issue that needs to be addressed about the dining plan there are lots of people who think the dining plan is not worth it. That's fine. If that's not how you eat or whatever, do your damn thing. If it is right. for you, like me, I don't care. Like, I love food, so I'll just, like, pretty much eat all the time if you let me. So having the dining plan, like, A, gives me structure my day because it's like, oh, at this point you need to, like, slow down and, like, eat a real meal and just, like, digest for a while and just keep going, whatever, fine. My thing is there is not so much for – Flower and Garden, because there's not, like, tons of stuff going on there. But for Food and Wine Festival in Mm -hmm. September through November, there should be – they offer free dining usually then, too. I'm not saying this should be allowed as free dining. It could be, like, the next tier up from basic whatever that you get covered on the free thing. But, like, you know, premium is, like, expensive regardless of what you do. Like, you have to pay more for it. Kind of like that. Mm -hmm. If there was a specific Food and Wine Festival dining plan – that offered either two options, sit-down meal, one counter service, and three or possibly four snacks in one day for each night that you stay, or two counter services and four snacks. The, Ooh, things, that- the things at food and wine that you get, most of them count as a snack credit. So technically, you could have like over a four or five-day span if you have like 20 snack credits, you could easily eat around the world and also have the regular snacks that you would get like Mickey bars or popcorn thingies or whatever you get. And also have counter service to like fill you up in between. 
So you're not like sitting down and wasting time not being in the parks. You can just be like, oh, I'm going to grab like counter service breakfast. And then the rest of the day I'll have like a Mickey bar and then I'll have like some popcorn or excuse me. I'll have like a semi small meal at Epcot at Food and Wine. All right. Why has no one thought of this? (laughs) Well, hear me out on this. Now, let's say that there is you can pay a set price and with that set price, you get a card and that card lets you basically Eat maybe not so much drink because that you know people would take advantage of it, but eat around the entire world. It would be cheaper than basically getting it individually. But base, but the card would you know you'd be able to use it throughout the day. Most people will not use it up. I exactly. would. <laughs> yeah. I, most people I, won't use it up, especially if you can use it on multiple days. I'm with you on the whole thing. Right. Like, say you pay like you pay like sixty bucks and you get like ten countries worth of food for sixty dollars. Whatever ten countries you pick. And right. they, like, punch it off, like, once you have it there. And, like, if you want to go back again, I guess, like, a double punch. But, like, you get ten of the – because the snack credits at Food & Wine have only been for, like, a day. And I've seen things I haven't ordered, really. But most of the snack credit items are still, like, pretty – I mean, they're not, like, meals. Like, girls got to eat. But they're, like pre- – like, if you have, like, two or three of them, like, you're pretty good for a while. Right. So say you like go through like France through like Morocco and you have like two or three things from the cards that are in between and you have seven punches left. You like go to future world, do whatever you want, like leave for the, like the day, come back two days later, be like, oh, we should go to the rest of the park, get three more things that like takes up pretty much all of your food for the day unless you're like and snacking in between. So you're not paying for like a full table service credit, but you're getting the same amount of like full in my belly feeling for less money. I would totally go for a punch card thing, especially if you could attach it to your um, magic band. If you could buy it ahead of time, like say I'm going to pay for 10 snack things at food and wine. Say they're like $4 each. So you pay like 45 95 for a punch card for 10 snacks in the whole world showcase thing and you have your magic band and you just tap it. It takes away your credits just like it would for dining. Right. But it would be just for food and wine. Yes, exactly. And it would work perfectly. And you could even use it in tandem with your, uh, my Disney experience because on the website, they could even have your punch card, you know, like a visual of it. You know what I mean? So if you're using your magic band, now you go on and you see, okay, what countries have I gone to? What countries haven't I gone to? It's basically like the calendar for when you pick um, your FastPass Plus. I'm totally down for all of this. I can't believe, like, honestly, like, I thought, like, I was being, like, super smart and being like, why is there no dining plan for just food and wine? Because it's, like, a pretty large part of the year, especially when they offer free dining and it's, like, cheaper rooms, like, a nice time to go. Why instead of free dining, why don't you offer, hey, book this package, four nights, five days, whatever, and we'll give you like fifth or ten or fifteen snack credits specifically for food and wine, like on its own special lanyard with its like own punch card thing for it if you book this package. I would totally do that because the only reason I haven't gone during food and wine is because there's no package that offers more snack option credits for my stay. Right, right. And it's really See, expensive. Like yeah. When you, yeah. Yeah, we spent, what was it, like $500 like or something like well, that each? Well, I actually was going to ask you to tell the story of our food and wine experience and what you made, basically made, what you forced to happen. Sorry. So, <laughs> Sorry. So, Simone, please tell that story to Megan because I want her to hear what you did to me. <sighs> okay. 
So it was our first time at Food and Wine, and we're like, oh my god, look at all these countries. We love food. And they also had um, okay, I love the passport. Like I love getting stamps and shit. Like I love that too. Oh my I'm with god, you. it's like freaking Pokemon cards. But I something. freak out if the stamp isn't like perfectly centered. Ah. Uh, I'm like, you okay. need to look perfect if you're going to stamp it. Come on. If you're like, going to write my name in a different language, you should write it centered. Come on. Like, I love the passports. Like, I love getting um, getting stamps and everything. And so, uh, how many countries were there? Like, 30? There was 30 booths. Sir, 30 booths. Booths. Uh, booths. Uh, booths. So, booths. The two Utes. The two Utes. The two Utes. The two Utes. I have 30 booths. How many do we have? 30. <laughs> Go ahead. So, uh, so I was like, oh, it would be a great idea to get, like, you know, go through all the countries and all the booths uh, and um, get stamps. So we, you know, it's, uh, well, I mean, you've done drinking around, uh, Jerry has done drinking around the world and he's been successful. So we're like, oh, we, we can do, like, you know, you did 13 or whatever. You can, like, or whatever it was, like, well, I'm, I can't. Keep 11. Going, 13. Keep going, keep 11, 11. 11. 11. I realized that. I'm nine. like, why did I say 13? I'm like, why did I say 13? 11. There are 11 countries. 11 countries. He's done nine 11 drinks countries. that are worth it. Yeah. You got to go to all 11. You got to do it. Yeah. So he went to like all 11. So I'm like, oh, he could do this. So then um, we went to all of them. Like, you know, we would share. We would split the food. So then that way, you know, we wouldn't have to like spend as much money. We still ended up spending like, you know what, like $500 or something oh, like that. Lord. <laughs> easily, easily $500. And he uh, would hey, drink. Christo. So like he went through all of them. And after, do you want me to tell her what happened after uh, Country 21? Well- what I can tell, the most I can say is that since Simone doesn't drink, I was forced to drink the entire drink. Now, of course, when I got to Ireland, how you could I You say forced? Come on. Batter up. But, of course, you know, when you get to, let's say, Ireland, you got to drink the Guinness. And for me, I have to drink the biggest Guinness they have. There's like not. a yard. Oh, so. yes. <laughs> for some reason, like, it's August right now, like the middle of August, and there's already pumpkin beer at my work, and people are like... I can't wait to have a black and tan with Guinness and pumpkin beer. I'm like, you can get the fuck off the boat now because nobody wants you in this situation. That's disgusting. It's not a black and tan anyway. Black exactly. And tan have black and pumpkin and... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not good. Yeah, well, we, we got up to country 20 or uh, booth 21, Bulls. which was near America. Which one was that? It was... New Zealand? Uh... I think it was America was when you were like Team eh. America fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I got into fucking um, The American Adventure And I am Fucking out of my mind drunk Because like it's 21 fucking drinks In not that much time Mind you And I'm sitting there and we're watching American Adventure And the uh the thing happens, I guess, with the, was it the Civil War? One of the wars. Yeah, one of the Maybe wars. Maybe it was World War II. And fucking, I just started, like, like fucking bawling and being like, <laughs> the, fuck, the fuck is wrong with everybody? They're pieces of shit and whatever. You're like, what? Dude, <laughs> why can't we all just feel, get along? Okay. If I'm super drunk at a NASCAR race, they're very, very patriotic at NASCAR. Like, they have a pastor come out and say, an inc- like, a thing before the race like bless these racers let's have a beautiful day today thank you so much jesus for this great race day and all that stuff and then they do like the national anthem and all that stuff yeah i feel like they'd be offended by the american 
Adventure. Uh, adventure because they're like this is not america enough what are you guys talking about <laughs> where are the corn dogs where are the grills and the sleeveless shirts for the mans i don't understand dude nascar <laughs> thinks that they are like the quintessential american and have no idea about like colonial history which is hysterical because i live in massachusetts where pretty much not trying to be flashy but we pretty much invented the whole like america thing like this part of this this part Thanks. this part of the country like pretty much like made America like function for the rest of its existence <clears throat> now. New York, hello. Fuck, come on. I we can't were part hear of you all of all that tea falling into the ocean and stuff, but <laughs> when I when I was in seventh grade, I got colonial history like pounded into my minuscule brain at that point. And I feel like the American adventure is like not insulting, but it's just kinda like uh Come on, guys. The voices of liberty are nice, but that's about it. And I also hate the Hall of Presidents because it's, like, so patriot. My mom works on an RV base, and it's, like, so ridiculous. They used to have Bacardi pre-mixed mango mojitos, like, in a six-pack. You mm -hmm. pour the mojito. They're kind of bubbly, so there's, like, foam and all that, whatever. But six of those fit into a camel pack thing perfectly with a little bit of space. So the first time I was ever drunk in Magic Kingdom, I was drinking those out of a camel pack, which is pretty much a giant straw, which automatically makes it go to your brain so i was <laughs> big thunder mountain will never be the same <laughs> big thunder mountain is my favorite even oh. though some people are haters <laughs> hater hater you could... i don't hate i love big thunder mountain i just don't think it's as good as space mountains or splash mountain that's all i don't my like personal i honestly when i'm at magic kingdom i don't feel like getting wet so that automatically like and also the memory i told you earlier i had to watch country bears instead so i was very upset but Flash <laughs> Mountain. No, I I'm not a big fan of drops, like just giant drops like that. Like, oh, all this anticipation and like one big drop. I like how Big Thunder Mountain's like spread out. I like how Space Mountain is spread out. Like, it's not just like you're going like kind of like Everest, but with Everest, obviously the big drop is not after the giant climb, so that's cool. But and the big drop at Everest isn't so bad as the Splash Mountain one, I think. Yeah. But. No, I get it. Well, what about so you don't write Tower of Terror then? Nope, I wrote it once. I had a panic attack after, and I will never go on it again. That's sadness, because now it's the icon of the park. <laughs> I do like, I do ride Rock and Roller Coaster, and I'm surprised to say nice. that, because I rode Rock and Roller Coaster with a kid that I was dating, whatever, fine. We went on it like together just by ourselves, because when we went with a the group, there was like really little kids, and we didn't want to like exclude them, so whatever. So I wrote it for the first time just with him, and I literally had a panic attack in the gift shop and was like, I'm done with that. And then like, we hung out. We went to that um, Fairfax Fair and got like a bunch of food to like calm myself and like let me breathe. <laughs> and then for the first time ever, he was like, okay, like I understand this goes upside down, but we should probably go on this ride because we had fast passes, whatever. So we went on Rock and Roller Coaster, and I had tons of fun just because here's the thing. On Rock and Roller Coaster, I have the ability to put my feet, like, as hard against the ground as I need to. Like, I can, like, push against, like, I can, like, push my feet against the bottom of the ride car. I feel like right. if I've ever been on a roller coaster that my feet dangle, I would probably either pass out or probably puke. I guess I will not be inviting you to Six Flags. <laughs> yeah. We have a Six Flags here. I've never rode Batman. I haven't rode Spider or yeah. Superman just because, like, I hadn't gone on Rock and Roller Coaster yet, and I didn't feel like I could handle it. But Batman, dangly feet, like, there's a bunch of things with dangly feet, and I'm like, I can't, 
I on, I've never been on one with dangly feet, but I feel like if I went on one of those, like I would legitimately either pass out in the restraint or puke. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, most over of someone them have dangly. Face. Yeah, mostly dangly or like uh, Superman. You, uh, you're, what was it? You're, Up, you're uh, laying down. You're basically laying down. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I but you're laying down on nothing, so it's like, yeah, uh, yeah, it's like ah, you're flying. If I'm going, like, it's same thing with Splash Mountain. The only reason I can go on that ride is because I can put my feet, like, as hard as I can against the inside of the ride vehicle, like, on Splash Mountain. And if I, okay, so if I imagine this. <laughs> you're sitting in the Splash Mountain little boat thing, and you're like, oh, everything's great. Right before the drop, I plant my feet, like, heels as hard as I can into the bottom, and I lay as far back as I can to make sure my stomach is, like, super stretched out and, like, put my arms as far back as I can because at that point I can't feel, like, the stomach lurchy thing that happens when you go down a hill. And that's the only reason I can I can ride it. Same thing with Splash Ma or Space Mountain. I literally, like, put my feet against the bottom. I put my arms back and, like, head back. All Like, I try to elongate my body as much as possible so I don't feel that weird, like, dropping stomach feeling. That's right. why I don't do at Six Flags. There's a thing. It's literally just like a drop tower. Can't do it. Tower terror. Yeah, that, no, thank you. They took our free fall out of oh, uh, that New sucks. Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, the New Jersey one has a zoo. How awesome is that? It's a, not. It's not just a zoo. It's an actual legit safari yep. now. Yeah. It, it, I went it there once like, when I was very little, but that's the Six Flags I remember the most, and it's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really good actually. We went on it um, last year. Um, it's basically it's a lot like uh, this uh, Kilimanjaro, except the you know the animals aren't as cool. But with the, with the radio and stuff, I love that. <sighs> I miss that. Oh well, Xbox. that song, that fucking song on the radio in Kilimanjaro safaris is the best song. Yes, yes, yes. That's what, that is going to be. I'm going to walk down the aisle to that song. <laughs> Damn, you should have told me to do that with Teresa. That would have been phenomenal, Simone. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> Don't worry. It's okay. We walked down the. Well, she walked down the aisle to Queen, so, you know. Oh, that might. Oh, that might be a little bit better, but I will. Yeah. When we all go to my wedding, whether it be to myself or whatever, I will walk down the aisle of that song and we will all jam out. And it'll be great. I love that song so much. And what, what do you imagine good. you can get Wilson to like be at your wedding? Wilson, well, you probably can because he's not doing much anymore. He's not doing anything he right was, now, yeah. He was on My Name is Earl and then he fell off the face of the earth. See, but to be funny, I wouldn't have it be that Wilson. I'd have it be like the. the from Vol Home Improvement? No, the volleyball Wilson, oh. just sitting there. Oh, oh yeah, nice. <laughs> awesome. Get the joke, anybody? Everyone's like, what? Do you get it, guys? It's I never, Wilson. I never saw Castaway. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, there's probably oh, going to be like five people out there who are going to be. No, actually, I feel like our listeners would, would know that. I don't know. Well, our listeners would know it, but I'm talking about the people at the wedding. Uh, you know, like, there's you know, going to be all yeah. generations there. Yeah. So. <laughs> like, why? Can someone please tell me why Megan has a volleyball <laughs> with a handprint on it at her wedding? Is that something like symbolic or like religious? <laughs> nope, it's fine. A boo boo boo. <laughs> Just in the background. <laughs> I'm gonna use put that as my alarm to wake up now. Fuck that. It's gonna be great. That's so uh, good. I love that song. <laughs> I love I that song. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get back on topic. Yeah. 
<laughs> dining. What? Stop. So, 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 oh, I don't know. All right. So let me ask you a question. I because I am the fucking host and I can do what I want. We're, since we're talking about dining, I want to know what your best and worst, of course, because if it can't, it's not mousetrans if you don't talk about the worst. Um, meal is or not meal specifically but restaurant or counter services it's up to you to choose which one in each park that's what i want to know so let's start with magic kingdom oh gosh we'll um, do a round table i've never had the waffle sandwiches from aloha or not aloha sleepy hollow yet ever oh, like delicious. I, I heard about them but i i, I really I'm a big fan of buffalo chicken, pretty much anything on the planet. If it says buffalo chicken in it, like that's. There are three things I gravitate towards on menus nationwide meatball subs, okay. buffalo chicken, mm-hmm. and anything that has to do with Alfredo sauce. So if those three things are on the menu, the, or no, or pulled pork, four things. Okay. Right? If there's pulled pork, Alfredo, meatball sub, or anything like that, I'm on it. So. When I heard there was a buffalo chicken waffle fucking sandwich at Magic Kingdom, and I haven't had it yet, that's what I want real bad. Like, that's number one on my list. Like, I will block time out of the day to wait for it. But it's delicious. You'll love it. Best thing I've ever actually had at Magic Kingdom that I would have again and, like, try to have ever again is corn dog nuggets from Casey's. Yes. I'm- oh, Yes. I have a very severe addiction to corn dog, corn dogs in general. Like whether I buy them at the supermarket or have them at fairs, like I love corn dogs. Nice. I don't usually put ketchup and stuff on them. Sometimes I do. Depends on like where they're from. Like at NASCAR, at the NASCAR event that I go to in New Hampshire, they have foot long corn dogs, and it is no. heaven on earth. Except for when you like try to like bite it where like the stick is coming, you have to like push it up so it's not like stabbing you, but. Either way. I'm sure you can still survive that, though. It's not Foot-long, It's not that much of a deterrence. Footlong corn dogs from NASCAR are, prob- I think, probably my favorite food on the planet. Not to be, like, weird, but that's <laughs> that's my absolute favorite. So Magic Kingdom corn dog nuggets. Worst thing ever that I've had at Magic Kingdom? Um, probably, like, some sort of... I, I got, like, a tin set of, like, a bunch of different types of fudge. And I'm sure there was like a weird one in there that I didn't like, but yeah. I can't think of anything like specifically that I had that I was like, gosh, get this away from me. <sighs> I mean, other than like stale popcorn, but like everyone has stale popcorn at some point. You just, yeah. just suck it up and yeah. deal with it. But I don't think I've, I literally can't think of anything like bad that I've had at Magic Kingdom because other than the fudge, I'm sure there was like pistachio, maple, walnut, banana, cream, fizz something gross i was like nah i stick to like the oreo fudge and the maple walnut and that's about as far as i go i'm a big fan of regular chocolate fudge i love that's maple, me. Walnut. I, but... maple walnut all the way maple walnut <laughs> dude okay want to know something crazy what's that the liquor store that i work at we have this thing ability to buy barrels from different whiskey companies or bourbon companies whatever we want we bought a barrel of hill rock bourbon from new york state upstate new york somewhere we filled we took all the bottles out of the bourbon so we like have it in bottles and sell it on the shelf whatever then we took that barrel and we filled it with vermont maple syrup and let it sit for seven weeks so now 
over the past like two weeks, me and one of my coworkers sat and boiled up maple syrup to like 200 degrees and put it into like flip top bottles, like you know, girl style bottles where you like pop the silver thing and like the thing goes up the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bottles like that. We have bourbon barrel aged maple syrup, and it is probably the most delicious thing I've ever had in my life. If you like maple things, this is like some other dimension level maple. <laughs> well, now I'm going to have to see. I got to take a trip to Massachusetts because we got. Dude, I've been eating it by the spoonful. Like, I just pour it into a spoon and just like. It's like medicine. I, it, it's so good. I can't describe how good it is. Now, how is that on like pancakes? You got the bourbon. How does that taste? Like. With food. Yeah? With pancakes, oh, it's great. With waffles, it's great. I've had, okay, if you, if you have a griddle and you pour like a strip of pancake batter and you put a piece of bacon in the middle and then flip it over, it's kind of like a pancake bacon like dipper, like yeah. nugget type deal. With this maple syrup, it's like you're eating gluttony for breakfast. I can't just, it's so good. Like, no one should be able to have this in their house, but you can buy it at my store. It is so amazing. Well, see, Simone, we definitely have to take a trip up to Massachusetts, grab some of that stuff, hang out with Megan for the day. Then we got to find Zeke also because he lives out there somewhere. Um, and we'll all of us hang out. It'll be a good time. It's to the and point where I had we- like shaved ice, like just like ice shaved like a snow cone type deal i poured yes. maple syrup in the middle of it i rolled it with a like a popsicle stick and literally just had like a frozen like maple like lollipop <gasps> oh my gosh wait what was the flavoring of the of the uh ice just or regular it, just it was just ice just to make okay. the, make sure the maple syrup right, like, got frozen hard so as long as it, was, it wasn't like a blue raspberry <sighs> syrup because i'm out i'm out when it comes to that Nope, I'm it was done. just ice that you like poured maple syrup on, so it got like cold and like solid. And you rolled right. you rolled the um, popsicle stick in it, so it like stuck to the end, kind of like a like a lollipop or something. And you just like sucked on it. Oh my god! <gasps> Excuse me, I'll stop breathing because holy see, shit! See, Megan's coming and talking about sucking. I think yeah. this has become the best <laughs> podcast we've had so far. That's why it's episode forty. Maple flavored everything. It's just like oh my gosh. um my favorite meal that i've had in um magic kingdom well i would say funnel cake but you can get funnel cake anywhere but i think their funnel cake at sleepy hollow is fucking delicious um but since you can get that anywhere i'm gonna i'm gonna go a different route and i'm actually gonna go into uh be our guest because i think that their soup the potato soup there the uh, Potato leek soup. Never been there. Fucking phenomenal. Even if you just go for lunch and just get the potato leek soup, and let's be honest, you're not just getting the potato leek soup because I would have I have to like the pork, the pulled pork or the um what's the other one? Bish that, fat that girls like? gotta eat. Come on. I love pulled pork. Yeah, see? Or uh well Simone, what do you like? The tuna thing? I like the Niçois salad and I'm yeah. like I just love like rare tuna so like i don't know it's it's it makes me feel healthy but i just love the taste of it i think that they do a great job with like i don't eat anything that lives in water i love seafood lobster fish none of that like and i live in i live in new england and people are like you're a waste of space like living up here with all the seafood you get you can go like have red lobster i'm like dude I wouldn't go to Red Lobster because I don't like lobster. I don't like fish. I don't like scallops. I don't like clams. I don't like crabs. None of that. 
Well, like, Red Lobster has those cheesy biscuits that are freaking amazing. The best freaking bread. Disgusting. Oh, they so good. Disgusting. <laughs> Ugh. I'm all about anyway. it. <laughs> well, I'm allergic to lobster, so I can't eat lobster. But I love all other seafood, especially uh, sushi. So, oh, see, I don't even do sushi. Not even vegetable sushi. Me neither. I don't do vegetable sushi. That's all the same page as you. Um, my worst thing that I've ever had in the Magic Kingdom will always. I was gonna say turkey leg, but again, you can get them anywhere. The worst thing I've ever had in Magic Kingdom is at Tony's. Um, and basically anything on that menu, yeah. but the spaghetti and meatballs is so fucking disgusting. It tastes worse. Like it's not even like canned. It, it it's like worse than canned sauce. It's like fucking sauce from like um government. Like like instead of government cheese, they have like the government, the government sauce. sauce. Like with the uh, the white black on. and white label, you don't know where it's yes. from. It's just like the generic yeah. label, like from Dharma it looks Initiative like shit. Dharma. Yeah. <laughs> It's actually that, the sauce so, they make from The Walking Dead. So, like, the people, they, like, chop up, they're like, oh, here, we made you sauce. Here you go. It's very, like, out of this world. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. It, I ate there once. I thought it was going to be cute. Like, oh, look, Lady and the Champ, like, sharing spaghetti. Yeah. No, it was, like, sharing water and pasta yes. that's gross. Yes. Exactly. So, the only redeeming thing was they actually had a very good dessert. It was oh a my God. pistachio creme brulee. Mm. And it was it was really good. That sounds but great, but that, I didn't get the dessert when I went there because I was like, get me out of here. I want to see fireworks. <laughs> I'm going to see fireworks right now. Bye. <laughs> I heard that they used to have like a ceramic dish that you could order ice cream out of that was like Lady and the Tramp like dog bowl themed. I'm like, could you imagine going in there? I mean, I'm not married anymore, but like going in there and being like, so, dearest one, <laughs> do you want to like scarf up some ice cream out of this dog bowl before we take it home oh, and like God. probably use it for our actual dog? <laughs> We're so cute. Disney World is great. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess you could put her on a leash and be like, eat that bitch. Because that's right? basically Ew. what you're doing. <laughs> Dude, weird, weird. Really fucking weird. Simone, what's your best and worst for Magic Kingdom? Oh, uh, best and worst for Magic Kingdom. Ooh. Oh! I go, I'll go with the worst first because it's the first thing that came into my head. Uh, oh. You know, we're from New York, and we like, uh, like you know, every once in a while, we would like some Jew food. We go to, like, Ben's <laughs> Deli or whatever. You were going to say pizza. <laughs> some Jew food. And so, like, at over at... um. Uh, By the way... She's allowed to say that because I am a Jew. So yeah, let's just so put it's that okay. Yeah, so before just... someone gets pissed so off. Like, my Jew dad food. works and helps Jews every day. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Yay! Yay! But uh, so we like there was uh, what was it like a corn? Wasn't it like a corned beef sandwich or whatever they had at um, yes. uh, 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 what's that place called? Cosmic oh. Rays. So we ordered that thinking, oh, man, we're going to get some, you know, good like corned beef sandwich. It's going to be great. Like the kosher meals. The shit was freaking microwaved. Ugh. It was horrible. It was like the bread was soggy. Like the meat had no flavor. It was like it literally came out of the microwave. It was freaking disgusting. And, it was, and we heated you up this cardboard. Happy birthday. Oh. It was so bad. And we thought we were doing a salt. We were like, oh, we're getting the because the kosher meals always got to be better, right? Yeah. Right, because like usually when you're coming into these things where it's like a religious group, you they usually try to like give them some you know some sort of treatment. Have you but seen Orange is the New Black? Yes, I have, and I know exactly what you're <laughs> yep. gonna say. Yep. See, that's the that. They're always like, oh, the Jupe was the best, but it was not the best over it, at Walt Disney World. It was, it was freaking very disgusting. Bad. 
they try really hard to like accommodate people like that, but they just don't get to the point where they should be. Yeah. For being Wait, Disney World, Disney like one. being a, a multi like international company like that, like if you're going yeah. to try to cater to people's dietary needs, whether it be vegan or vegetarian or kosher or anything like that, like they need to like step up their game. Because I've heard tons of horror stories about people being like, "I'm gluten free," and they serve me this like giant like carb filled meal that was like all gluten. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Terrible yeah. for you, but I mean, Disney is sucking at this whole situation. They need a fucking, <laughs> they need a lesson in what the fuck to do. Yeah, yeah. they all know what they're doing. Uh, not. Best meal? I can't even think of my best meal just because I I just think of Magic Kingdom as as horrible food. That's me too. Of, That's my life. <laughs> but you could like pick a snack. I could pick a snack. Oh man, there. Okay, with snacks, I have a whole bunch of favorite snacks. Now pick one. Pick one. Fuck. <laughs> oh man. Oh, okay. Um, this is gonna sound like oh, you know, everybody picks this and that's why. But it's like no, I actually really enjoyed this, and that's the freaking uh the the Dole Whip, but with orange and pineapple. Yep. Like yeah, the bomb. Holy bomb. Dot com. Oh. I can have like five of those at the like at the same time. I could just like eat five in a row. The only thing I don't like about those is when they swirl them for you. There's like an entire section in the middle that's just (gasps) empty. Oh, I hate that. Yes. Oh, I'm like, dude, the pocket of shame we call it. Okay. Awful. (laughs) I used I used to work at a Pinkberry. I don't know if you know know what Pinkberry is. Yeah, Pinkberry. Yes, we definitely know what it is. So when you swirl Pinkberry, there's a very specific way they teach you how to do it. You swirl the bottom of the cup so it's completely full, and then you swirl it up in the middle so there's no space or pocket or pocket of shame, as you call it. There's no, like, middle part where you, like, open it and there's, like, what the fuck's on the inside? Disney needs to adopt the Pinkberry swirl because everyone is fucking disappointed when they go, oh, great, like, awesome, and there's a giant empty hole in the middle of their fucking doll Whip, and they're just like, what, I know. what do I do? What? Do I like pour juice in it? Like, what do I do here? Like, there's nothing <laughs> in the middle. Like, what's happening? Dude, I get pissed about that because I'm like, you could do this totally better and make more money, but no. Yeah. Decide to be assholes and put nothing in the middle where it should. If you're going to make it that big and like charge money for it, you should fucking fill the middle. Like, just fill it up. Agreed. But, 100%. Fuck. Because that shit, yeah. That shit bothers me so much. But you can make your own in the Polynesian, and it's not as good. Like, Aww. for some reason, the flavors are all off. Yeah. They don't taste yep. at all like the Ugh. fucking regular Dole Whip. Because you can make so. your – when I – back before they changed it, when I stayed at the Polynesian, you can make your own and just, like, go for it and, like, make a huge fucking cup. And yes. literally, like, I made, a, like, a massive fucking – here in Boston, there's a place called – it's either like the dugout or, like, Duggars or something where you can get ice cream in a Red Sox helmet. And they, like, fill the fucking helmet. Like, it's, like, not a huge helmet, obviously. It's, like, a little handheld one. But, like, they fill the fucking helmet and, like, make, like, giant spires. And you can, like, put shit on it and stuff. When I went to the Polynesian and I got my own Dole Whip, I, like, made a fucking Dole Whip for, like, three people's (laughs) worth of people and brought it back to my room. And I'm just like, bitch, we're going to try to eat most of this. I'm sure we're not going to finish it, (laughs) but we're going to go for it. And my boyfriend at the time was like, I got two spoons. I'm like, let's just fucking go for it. <laughs> it was so good. Awesome. You, you don't fucking leave the inside empty. That's ridiculous. No, no, no uh, way. Especially for a company company like Disney. Like, I'm sure ice cream for them is, like, 
nothing. Like, not even, like, pennies off the dollar. Like, just fill in my fucking Dole Whip, dude. Oh, no. You know what that reminds me? It's even more bullshit. Their fucking new soda thing with the, with the refillable mugs that, like, are automatic <laughs> now. Dude. They fucking make Ugh. you wait. They get soda for free from Ugh. Coke because they advertise Coke all over the place. Coke gives them the soda for free. Ugh. I know that for a fact. And they fucking mm. won't let me get two sodas in a row if, I, if I'm that thirsty and I want to drink and then I want another one. I got to wait five minutes. Bullshit. They can go fuck themselves on that one. How about that? That shit is ridiculous. I never had a refillable cup, but I read all about like the having to wait and like not feeling it all the way, whatever. And I was like... You're trying to limit me on how much Sprite I can drink. I don't drink caffeine at all. So the only liquids that I drink are water, Sprite, ginger ale, and any sort of alcoholic beverage. Right. And if you're going to limit me on my, like, semi-soda situation, I'm not okay with that. No. Because I usually mix my Sprite with some sort of alcoholic beverage. So what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) You can't call it a fucking like length of stay refillable mug if and you then can't say fill it whenever yeah. you want. Ugh. Right, exactly. Bullshit. Ugh. Anyway, I'm moving to Epcot before I fucking kill somebody. <gasps> um, Epcot. <laughs> Meg- Megan, best and worst. <laughs> the best. I've never. Okay, first of all, let me just say I've never had school bread there, so I can't oh, attribute I that to. I don't like school bread. I she does. I like. Bread. I love coconut, so I feel like I would like it. But I used to work at a bakery, so I'm like kind of like uh, very overdone on toasted pastry type deals. But <laughs> the best food I've ever had in Epcot, hmm, probably like the orange chicken and rice thing at J- or China is China first next to Mexico. Yeah, China. China had like a orange chicken and rice thing. I love orange chicken in any context, whether it's here or from the mall or from Magic Kingdom or anywhere. If you're making orange chicken, I'm all for it. So orange chicken and white rice, that was really good in Japan. Worst thing I ever had at Epcot? China. Um, <laughs> probably when I went with my high school, I was really into collecting the different, not different parks, but like different shapes that they had for um, Rice Krispie Treats. I love Rice Krispie Treats in any fashion, chocolate covered, whatever. If they're Rice Krispie Treats, I'm usually eating them. So I was trying to get like one from each park and I tried the Rice Krispie Treat from Epcot and it was like stale and gross and like falling apart and like not, it tasted like chalk and just like bleh. So that was probably the worst thing I've ever had at Epcot. I've never had, like, a bad, like, food experience, counter service source. I've never... The only sit-down I've ever done at Epcot has actually been the Cellier, and it wasn't bad. That's weird. I've never thought about that. That's the only <laughs> That's the only sit-down I've ever done at Epcot anywhere, Future World or World Showcase. I've got to say, I'm, I'm surprised that your favorite is China. That's everybody's least favorite. Yeah. So... Dude, I'm very surprised. Again, I have not, I've eaten not that much in the World Showcase, which is crazy to think about because I try to avoid it because of food and wine. Right, Because right. I don't have my specific dining package, yeah. motherfuckers. Which we will get. You know, all you yes. gotta do is complain about it. Hook, Apparently, everybody else dude, gets what they want. Hook like the my shit, shit up. All I want is a dining plan with two counter service and four snacks per night, and I'll be fucking happy between September and November. 
That's fine. Bitch. That's don't... fine with me. I, I don't do dining plan because I, I like an appetizer with my meal. And since you don't get that for free yeah. for some reason, mm. um, I gotta, I gotta, I'd rather just pay for it. I pocket, eat alone and nine times out of ten, the appetizers they have, I'm not interested in, so. Uh, okay, fair enough. Um, Simone, why don't you do your uh, best and worst before I go? Okay. Okay. Um, I've been trying to think about this. Uh, the worst was when we went to Marrakesh, and so many people seem to enjoy Marrakesh, and so many people hate Marrakesh. So, but um, never I eaten did, there. I did not enjoy their lamb shank because it had absolutely no flavor, and it drove me nuts. The couscous was. The bomb. Like, I don't know what they did to that couscous, but it was freaking delicious. But the lamb shank had absolutely no flavor. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And I usually don't like to add salt to my food when I'm at a restaurant. In fact, I never, ever add salt to my food. But with this, it needed salt so badly. Just like, just a pinch. Just a pinch. But there was no salt. That drove me nuts. I, I have an addiction it. to couscous, and it needs to be treated very oh, soon. Oh, I love couscous. Dude, couscous is, like, one of the greatest, like, substances on Earth. I've never eaten <laughs> at Marrakesh, but the fact... Oh, couscous makes me so happy. Yeah, the couscous is freaking... Oh, would couscous love the couscous. is my favorite thing. Mm. Literally, it's, like, pulled pork, cannolis, and couscous, and I'm dead. Kill me now, because there's nothing else to live <laughs> for. <laughs> I mean, are you going to have the cannolis, the couscous, and the pulled pork in one dish? No, that the, would be a in order. Pull, pulled pork first, then couscous, then cannoli for dessert, and then I will pass out right there and be dead for the rest of my life. All right. I feel like <laughs> I just died of happiness. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best is hard. I'm trying to figure out my best because just I like so I I love so much that I don't know what my best my my favorite is. Do you want me to go first? You I'm go jealous. First. <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my best first because I already know what it is. And I haven't eaten at La Cellier in forever uh, because their prices have gone insane. And their food, <laughs> their food has gone down, down, down. However, what has never gone down, what is delicious, and then they decided that they were going to even move it into food and wine because it was so good, is the beer cheese soup. It is fucking phenomenal. It is delicious. Mm. They raised the price to $10 now, Ugh. so I will not order it anymore Ugh. because I... I know how to make it at home because I got the recipe. But <laughs> that was the most delicious thing I've ever eaten in World Showcase. It's so fucking good. The worst meal I've ever had in World, World Showcase, and this is slightly tough because actually I would probably go with China uh, because I don't think I, – I, I come from the land of Chinese food here in New York, and uh, I, I've had real Chinese food, and this is – I mean, I don't understand why, like, they don't have real Chinese food in the China Pavilion. They have American Chinese food. Wouldn't they want to represent the country? I hate that. Yeah. Like, I'd rather at least enjoy the experience. Like, in Norway, they actually have, like, the Norwegian food. They have that cold fish and shit like that. Yeah, which I Um, love. Yep, Germany has its own food. It just fucking, for some reason, China decided, let's just, like, throw walk and roll and and (sighs) call it uh, Lotus Blossom instead. Uh, What the (laughs) hell are both of those things? Walk and roll, you should know, because it's a mall uh, Chinese place. Yeah. We have it's Szechuan uh, Diner at my mall. Okay, so the Szechuan Diner then, yeah. um, they, and they called it Lotus Blossom. What is that? What is called Lotus Blossom? Lotus, Lotus Blossom. Um, Simone, you didn't give your best. Yet. I I figured it out. The uh, croissant donut. Oh, croissant! Yes, it's better than oh, the New York. Oh my I swear. god! I swear. Yes. 
I've yes. never had a cronut, and I used to work at a bakery where we made croissants like from scratch. Like I saw people putting like pounds of butter into the dough, and the croissants there were okay, especially the ones that were filled with like apple pie filling. But I've never had a cronut, and I'm okay. desperately like needing to incorporate this into my daily life because <laughs> if you're gonna be a fat kid, you might as well do it the right way. <laughs> well, I promise you, next time you go to Disney, that's that's the best cronut. I've yeah. had a few cronuts. I've had the original cronut from the, the, the guy who you have to wait three hours. I waited the three hours. I bought the cronut. It was good. This is better. Yeah. Is it uh, so much only better? Only at Food and Wine, or is it there all the time? All the all fucking the time, time. Okay. Meg. Perfect. Yep. Cool. <laughs> cool. It's at the refreshment port, which is like when you walk in, it's the on the Africa right hand one? side. No, 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 no. That's the, something else. This, this is when you walk into World Showcase. It's on your right, in between the uh, like the entrance of World Showcase and Canada. Like there's a really shitty oh, bathroom. Other there. side. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's I was thinking after Mexico and Norway, like on the left, like where the drums and shit are. Oh, no, the that, outpost. That's the outpost. The outpost. outpost. Refreshment. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'm excited because I don't know if you know Serial Soon on YouTube, but they, the guy from there is obsessed with Cronauts. I'm like. That sounds really good. Why didn't my bakery think of this? Because they would make tons of money. Seriously. Everyone seems to be copying it now anyway. And the cronut guy, the guy who originally made it or whatever, he's like like a little bitch and he only makes like a certain amount a day. Yeah. And so people get to get to wait online for however long and then get turned away. Oh, they he's wait online? Really? They wait online? They sit at their uh, computers and wait to click to get a cronut? I swear to God, I'm going to fucking stab you in the fucking head with my dick. Actually, they do wait. A stab, a stab, what? They actually, they do wait on, on their computer because they sold them on the black market. I don't know if they still do. But That's it, like ridiculous. Like, they would have, okay, so people would literally get in line and wait in line, and then they would, um, somebody would buy it for, like, 20 bucks a pop. Or, like, I think someone paid $40 just because, like, you know, and they, that person would deliver it to them. Like, it's like, oh, the you know, I want this cronut. Delivered to your face. Yeah, like, they'll bring <laughs> it to you, and it's like, here you go. And they waited in line, like, like three, four hours for it. But, you know, you could just be at home and get your coffee ready, and then somebody goes ding-dong, and then they end up, like, giving you a freaking fresh cronut. Quite I'm literally, sorry, I have to... the world is a vampire. Bam, 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 bam. That's how it goes. How did you feel of that? Uh, about that Billy Corgan picture? Of, uh, <laughs> of him on uh, Big Thunder Mountain. I'm trying to get that tattooed on my back, honestly. It's <laughs> amazing. I feel like in that, color, just like, meh. <laughs> my favorite so thing is that, <laughs> so my favorite thing Simone today said, I guess celebrities really just don't like being on Disney rides. Recently, that picture came out of uh, Ben Affleck on Dumbo, just being miserable. And Do you it's know just... why they censor pictures on rides now? Well, I know why they used to censor it, because everyone used to flash the fucking cameras, but... No. Okay, so there was one day that Christina Aguilera was in Magic Kingdom, and she went on Splash Mountain, and her picture obviously popped up, like, with everyone else's, like, in the row, like, oh, your picture... Meh. Unless you, like, were flipping the camera off or something. They had, like, that type of screening, but otherwise, right. there's, like, if you're on the ride and you can see yourself, cool. Christina Aguilera was on the ride, and she wrote it, and random people started buying that picture like oh. by the hundreds and by the hundreds being like oh, I find this. oh my god christina aguilera's here and she was like can you please like take this down like put it off and disney was like dude like they already bought it like what do you want me to say mm. so now they have like a secondary screening like thing to make sure that if celebrities are on the ride or like celebrities kids or like stuff like that 
or like the pres if the president was on Splash Mountain, they would censor it and not put that picture from the drop up, regardless of who was in the thing. So if you're if you are lucky enough to ride in a log flume with P- Barack Obama, you're fucked. You're, you're not getting a picture. You're not, you're not getting, getting a picture. picture. Oh, that's fucked up. So how awesome would it be if we were in a log flume with Barack Obama and Michelle flashed the camera? Then I, then it's double oh censored. God. I would. That'd be awesome. But I would the, be amazing. The reason they double censor now is because Christina Aguilera was on a ride and they were like, oh, well, people already bought your picture. Like, it just popped up. Like, we can't do anything. It's already up there. And she's like, take it down. So now they have, like, double censor checking everything if you're, like, slipping it off or hanging out with some random celebrity, whoever it means. I mean, I'm hanging. If I was going to be awesome, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to Magic Kingdom with Moby and no one knows who he is. So no one's going to censor my picture. So... <laughs> you know, if you're the celebrity, can you at least buy your own picture? Um, I think if you like tell them it's like you, then I'm sure they'd be like, sure, but but you can't. That's fucked up. Like, it what does, if it's it the only pop, time you get to go on that ride and it, it doesn't just pop up with the rest of them like on the wall yeah. where you can like mm-hmm. tap your magic yeah. hand? It says your uh, your photo has been splashed away. Ugh. Oh yeah. Ugh. How many times did I get that one when I fucking flashed the camera? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> See, because Splash Mountain is well. Yeah, oh, hold I, on. I, I got hold it. on. No, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I have to do this. I, I... Yeah. Oh. I'm the worst. All right. All right. Worst. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go to MGM. Megan, yes, you got to start like always because right. you're the guest. Worst, best. You can do it in either order. It's up to you. This is easy for worst, I think. For me. Well, I don't really eat at, my, at MGM when I'm there because there's not a lot of options. I've, I don't think I've – the only time I've ever had sit-down food there is when I went with school, and it was the buffet at Hollywood and Vine. So that was pretty bad. I mean, most D- Disney buffets are pretty good, but that one was, like, not my favorite. I've heard. So I guess I would say that was the worst. I haven't really had, like, other stuff there, but the best I think I've ever had at Hollywood Studios would be one of the really awesome spun milkshakes at – Min and whatever it's called. Min and Bill's. Min and Bill's, Dockside, whatever. By the dinosaur. I mean, I love milkshakes. I love dairy and fattening things. So, (laughs) I mean, I could just sit there. Like, and also when you think of like classic Hollywood, don't you think of like, well, I do. Marilyn Monroe, like with sunglasses on, like sipping a milkshake, like in the sun with like roller skates on. You're like, that's like classic, like Hollywood esque type thing. So, I love milkshakes in that park. I really, really, really want to go to Sci-Fi Dine-In. Like, if anybody loved me and, like, wanted to bring me anywhere for my birthday or something, they would be like, guess what? We're going to go to Sci-Fi Dine-In. I'd be like, oh, my God, you understand everything about me. (laughs) Now, the Sci-Fi Dining has the most amazing ambiance, I must Uh say. It is also the worst food in the park. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> but it's cool it's though. So it's bad. I mean, it's the ambiance is freaking awesome. It's you know what? It's I'm, I'm going to take that back. It's not the worst food in the park, but they're serving you the same food um, that basically you would get at a counter service, and, and but they're charging you thirty dollars extra for it. Yeah. See, if <laughs> I went the there, I would never get like a meal meal. I wouldn't sit there for like however long to eat like dinner or lunch. No I yes. get a milkshake, like French fries, onion rings, like stuff like that. Like I wouldn't like sit there and be like, I want an appetizer, a meal, and like a dessert. I'd probably get like a milkshake, some French fries, watch like the cool clips that I've never seen, 
and like yeah. maybe get an Oreo like Sunday at the end and split it. But nice. I wouldn't sit there and would be like, I'm going to sit here for food because when I go to the drive-in, we have one like 20 minutes from my house. I don't oh, get, oh. I don't get like food food. I get like onion rings, French fries. I get fucking tater tots, shit like that. Like I don't get like food food at the drive-in. Last time I went to a drive-in, it was the last drive-in that was in New York, and it's gone now. It was um, in Westbury in Long Island, and I saw there's something about Mary. That's how old this was. Oh. All right. Um, my worst food that I've ever had, and it's not going to be sci-fi dining at MGM Studios. And I, Yes, by the way, I still call it MGM. I still um, call it MGM, too. I have never had someone be confused by saying MGM. If I say Disney's Hollywood Studios, I've had people being like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, like, I'm like, fuck? yeah, that MGM, motherfucker. That's exactly what it's called. <laughs> I think we literally only had one person ever be like, oh, it's not, you know, it's not uh, MGM. And it was like a concierge person from freaking uh, Boardwalk Inn. Were they oh, like 13 years mad. old? No, he was like old. He was he like was an older an older, older guy. He's probably in his 50s or 60s. And... Oh, really? I thought he was like 80. <laughs> oh, no. Like, he was oh. probably, like, I don't know. He was older, but he was, like, mad. And it's like, dude, like, if you, yes. you've been with Disney for as long as you have, like, mad wouldn't you want to respect world. it? Ugh. Yeah. Well, my my least favorite food that I've ever had at MGM Studios would – well, you know what? My best favorite – I'll do the best first because I, I have that in my head mm. – is at the dip cart, which isn't there anymore. It's a, It was a fucking delicious, amazingly delicious even – Philly cheesesteak. And they used to sell it right outside of um, Indiana Jones. And they let you bring it into Indiana Jones <gasps> with alcohol. The yeah, bringing right. inside part is very important because most of us yes. are like, you can't have this shit in here. I'm like, dude, you're going to fucking power wash it down later. Like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> they have a... Um... Uh, something else there now. I don't even. What, what do they sell there now? Like ices or some shit? Oh, I don't even know. I thought they sold. Didn't they sell Spanish food at one point? Yeah, yeah it was Spanish food. It was weird. And it was like, it was like like ices at one point. It, they don't know what they want, but at one point it was called the dip yeah. cart, and they had a Philly cheesesteak. It was delicious, and you could bring it in, so that was great. My least favorite would probably have to be anything, and I'm gonna actually pick three places because it's all the same. That that strip of food on Sunset Boulevard, Oof. right next door to Rock and Roller Coaster, the, like it's Catalina Eddie's, and two other places. Fairfax <laughs> Fair, yeah. Fairfax Fair, and that and the ice cream place. Those three places, fuck them. I hate that it's fucking disgusting. area right there. They have a turkey. Oh, Toluca Legs is there too. Toluca fuck them all. Legs. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Simone? All right. So my least favorite thing ever from there, ever, ever, and fortunately, hopefully, it doesn't get served all the time but it's just it was just so bad that i'm like oh was that a uh, 50s prime time the freaking special of the day which was pork uh. chops and it was literally we ordered our food two seconds later it was there and it's like yep. are you kidding me and then before the appetizers dry as fuck so dry no flavor worst thing ever and it was like the cast member like was uh what was it like cousin stacy i don't know what she was but cousin she was some idiot, cousin yeah. something because we always get cousins we never get mom because she's apparently in the kitchen but freaking she's like oh pork chops are delicious so we ordered them and they were horrible the worst things ever that was awful Stick uh, to the pot roast yeah. i refuse to go to that restaurant specifically because why should i feel like i'm getting yelled at while i'm eating fucking food 
I actually like that part. Yeah. <laughs> no. Because I always, I, I always get Simone in trouble. I'll like, I'll, I'll mess with her, and then she'll mess with me back, and she always gets caught. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Um, though my favorite thing also happens to be at freaking uh, uh, 50s primetime, which is the PB&J shake. And it is jelly. I love the PB&J shake. I mean, like food, I hate most of the food at MGM. Like, I don't like most things. If I could choose to just not eat for the day, I would, because everything's (laughs) disgusting, but I get hungry. The only things I really, like, would purposely get there are the carrot cake, like, cookie sandwich thing and an Oreo shake. And I'm like, okay, I could eat at any of the resorts in the general area way better and taste way better food. Like, I'm going to take the friendship boat. Sorry, but yeah. come on. Yeah, <laughs> I will give a, sh- a shout out to Starring Rolls and Writer's Stop, which actually has some good snacks in it yeah. and uh, definitely good coffee in, uh, in yes. uh, Starring Rolls. Yes. I don't drink coffee, coffee anymore. I know. You said no caffeine. Oh. None but of I it. do. <laughs> I understand the situation. I used to work at a bakery and I used to have to feed fiends like you for their caffeine every morning. <laughs> Oh, love it. They're like, oh my god, I can't function without my coffee because I have six kids and I don't know what to do with my life. My husband sucks and I want to drive my minivan into a bridge. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. I'm I'm the guy who drinks coffee at all hours of the day and night. Here's your croissant, I guess. Hopefully you don't (laughs) drive your minivan off a cliff today. Sorry. (laughs) Only because you don't want to lose a customer. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't don't tell you, dude. I'm sorry. So like, can I order a birthday cake for my husband? But could you put cyanide in it? Uh, uh, well, not <laughs> legally, but if you have it, you can do whatever you want with it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna finish this off with Animal Kingdom, D-A-K, as some may call it. Um, and Jack Ms. Attack. Kim. Honestly, I don't eat at Animal Kingdom. If I, I'm not on purpose. I'm not like I don't want to eat there on purpose, but I just haven't eaten there really. Right. So I guess the best would be like the Mickey bar because that's like pretty or the no scratch that the frozen banana that they have there. Everyone, oh, yeah. Everyone oh, loves frozen bananas. How? But <laughs> <laughs> the frozen bananas there are really nice, especially in that in that setting. Like I would feel weird eating a frozen banana at Epcot. But the frozen <laughs> banana at Animal Kingdom feels like, OK, like there are monkeys there. They're eating bananas. <laughs> I'm eating bananas. It's. All right, we're all we're on the same page. It's fine. So the frozen bananas there are really good. I gotta say that I went there with someone once, and uh, she bought the frozen banana. And one of the female cast member went up to her and said, "You really, really seem to be enjoying that." Whoa! <laughs> with this, like weird oh. pseudo pseudo South African accent. Um, oh, South Africans are dope, though. Mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> you got Charlize Theron. Uh, 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 and then other, other people from apartheid. No. <laughs> How many people do you know named Charlize other than her? None. Well, exactly. One. Her. Yeah, just her. But I love the frozen banana there. I had it when I was on my high school trip, and it was kind of like a last minute thing. Like we were leaving the park, like to go do our group whatever. And I was like, I'm hungry, but like it's hot out. And I'll like, grab one of the okay, fine, whatever frozen banana. I was like, this is really satisfying. And then obviously the boys, the boys, the sophomore boys were like, it's really satisfying, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eat that banana that's frozen. Yep. Keep uh, All right. I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't, whatever. But worse in the park, I, 
haven't had any bad food at Animal Kingdom just because I don't eat there very often. Like I said, I'm like a mostly resorts eating person. There mm-hmm. are very few places I've eaten in the parks. So okay. most of the food I've eaten at Disney World happens to have been in resorts. So like I haven't had a negative experience at Animal Kingdom, but I really, 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 really fucking hate their paper straws. Yeah, I agree. I, I, you know, it was better than having no straws yes. back in the day. Yeah. Because back in the day, it, it was like just a cup with no lid and no straw. At least you could fucking drink it without tons your of straw ice, like crushing itself. When there's tons of ice, you can barely drink it. Yeah. You find yourself like sucking at the cubes, trying to get them out of the way. It's the fucking worst thing ever. You need a straw when yeah. there's that much fucking ice in your drink. Which I think that because... Because if Animal Kingdom wants to be like super conservative, first of all, they would ditch all paper plates and paper cups in general, and f- just for like a little bit extra fee, like maybe like a dollar. So say there's a drink that's like two ninety nine, make it three ninety nine, but give somebody a reusable cup. Yes. And once you have mm-hmm. it, you can go wherever you want in the park and say, oh, like I got this at another place. Obviously, I have it. Like they have at the um, the water parks. You scan it again. Uh, that's right. You right. can fill up your shit and say, oh, like, I already bought this for three ninety nine. Like, I'm going to get free refills for the rest of the day. So it cuts down on not only paper waste, but having straws or anything like that. And everyone who comes in gets their own Animal Kingdom cup that's, like, specific to them. And they can have it for when they come home and make lemonade in or whatever they want. Because I, I've had one of those, like, year of a million dreams popcorn buckets since was alive and I still use it for like giant mixed drinks that need a straw. So if I'm going to, I still have my Germany giant like cup. They sell like the souvenir beer cup from 2008. Like my brother uses it to pour beer into and drinks beer out of it. So like if you, if you offered cups at animal kingdom with a reusable cup and straw and just offered like refills and stuff, you would cut back not only on paper waste, but also with the whole straw debacle. And everyone could have a fucking cup when they leave. Come on. I, I agree with you. I have a Rosen Crown fucking cup that I've been using since fucking I bought, I, I bought my drink there. It works perfectly. It's delicious. <laughs> and um, people, yeah. people, when you get your refillable cups for your resort, open up to Animal Kingdom. It may not be in Epcot or Hollywood Studios or Magic Kingdom, but even for Epcot, just be like, for conservation reasons, like, you already have a cup, fucking use it at our refill stations and use your straw and cup that you already have and not buy another one to have with the straws floating around for turtles or wherever the fuck to eat. Exactly. Yeah. Agreed. 100% and again. Hell I love souvenirs yeah. and I love freaking souvenir cups. Yes, you do. Uh-huh. When fucking Simone used to live with me, fucking, I had a billion, and let me, a billion cups up to my fucking ass. You can never have cups. too many. You can never have she too many. She gets fucking souvenir mugs for everything. I was so fucking glad when you moved out. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was so great. Simone, we're because living I didn't together. Oh, okay. I got a lot go of cups to share. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, because then, then, I, then I can go over your place and hang out over there because there's two cool people over there. I work what? at a liquor store, so I get, like, glass, like, alcohol cups like pint glasses and shit all the fucking time oh. <laughs> like I, I don't know what to do with them like, like they break and I have like four more to replace it it's insane nice. all I have is pint glasses and you know those like Mike's like margarita mason jar things 
Yep. Got them. Those. Those and pine glasses. Yep. That's all I drink. Do you ever? Do you ever listen to uh, Drunk on Disney that podcast? No, but I should because I'm drunk on this Disney podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Fucking Drunk on Disney is Guy Hutchinson, and you know who Dana Schneider is? He's a a voice actor. He was Master Shake in uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. He's a huge Disney fan. Yeah, huge Disney fan. But I know who Master Shake is, and I have honestly, like separately from you saying that, I have honestly considered getting a Master Shake tattoo on my body separately from you even talking about this dude because <laughs> master see? shake is my fucking yes. life force <laughs> yes. it seems like guy has so many fucking mugs because he's like at the beginning of each show they used I to talk about mugs. yeah what mug are you mm-hmm. drinking out of or or what uh glass are you drinking out of today every and mug has, <laughs> yes always something new so fucking uh, hats off to guy hutchinson who listens to this show every once in a while if you hear this Fucking, here's your fucking nod of the head. I love you, and I don't even know you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm drinking out of a can, so. I do that most often, too, because it's the easiest. Um, (laughs) Simone, what's your uh, best and worst in AK? Okay, best is uh, Flame Tree Barbecue. AK. (laughs) Yes. Flame Tree Barbecue. That was a gun reference, you see. What, K? Huh? Flame Tree Barbecue. Not Flaming Tree Barbecue. <laughs> Flame Tree Barbecue is actually my favorite as well. So yeah. I, I'll back you up on that yeah, one. Yeah, so freaking their ribs <laughs> and their freaking beans and shit. Oh, so freaking good. I tried to go it's... there in November, but it wasn't open because they were doing like construction, moving stuff around. So me and my brother had to deal with Pete Safari, which I don't oh, hate. That's my worst. That was my worst. Really? <laughs> yes. I don't hate Pizza Fari just because, like, I'm a fan of any type of pizza. Like, with Pizza Fari, I can grab it and, like, still be walking out of the park while I'm eating it. Like, I don't care what it tastes like. I'm just trying to, like, move on. Like, it's like a grab and I'm going to Epcot right now scarfing of pizza. And it comes in cheese and pepperoni, so that's pretty much everyone's favorite. So, I... It's not like the pizza is quality, but it's very helpful when you're trying to book yourself out of that fucking park to go somewhere else. It's more just, worth it. No, no. Just remember this. This is where I come from. From New York, we know three things. We know deli sandwiches, right? Mm-hmm. We know Chinese food, and you better fucking believe we know pizza. So if when I go to Disney, I have yet to taste one decent fucking slice of pizza, but I haven't eaten in the Italy Pavilion. Because Team pizza. Fuck Yeah. <laughs> America, dude. I wish I could have. I wish I could have an IV of like pizza sauce, like. Because the thing is, like, uh, I've never eaten a pizza fari because, like, I like, but I I can imagine that that would be my least favorite because, like, there's nothing that I really like hate like that I've had over there. I love like, pizza. Like, uh, but I'm not a huge pizza person. Do you like calzones no. though? Uh, I do like calzones. I like strombolis. Like, <gasps> I love a good Hell stromboli. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. We don't have those around here like very regularly. It's like maybe one out of like every thirty pizza places. But stromboli is my jam. But if I have to go to the calzone, I will. But I love pizza, obviously. But calzone is my jam. Stromboli, if I can get it, but it's very hard to come mm. across. 
Yeah, I love a good stromboli. Like, like they're, I mean, most Italian places around here, I think they like, that's like a staple. Like, but uh, I guess in New York, you're, we're like spoiled with the Italian places, but I don't really take advantage of it. So I'm just like, Ugh. but I do like stromboli, good stromboli. But pizza, like, I just feel like it goes directly to my hips, literally. I mean, I'm a, I'm a girl who loves to eat, but like, I will literally gain 500 pounds from eating pizza. Like, <laughs> it just like makes me gain so much weight. But um, I, I do, like, have gained almost 500 pounds pizza well probably like 200 ish but like still a significant amount i try i try (laughs) i'm trying to get the gold medal and most amount of weight one from eating pizza from eating so yeah i like how you say one as if it's it's a good accomplishment i enjoy that could be i like depends on where you live I don't understand, like, how people, like, competitive eaters, like, stay so freaking skinny. Like, uh, like that guy Kobayashi, like, I've actually met him, and he is a small guy. He is tiny. And freaking he's won so many eating competitions. Like, what, like for one, he ate, um like, 600 dumplings. I'm like, 600 Whoa, freaking dumplings. Dude, dumplings Whoa. are so delicious, but I can only yes. eat, like, five or six, maybe. Yeah, me too. I can, I, I get, like, I can push eight. I can push no, eight. I can, I can eat, like, 12 dumplings. Usually I end up getting, oh, like, uh, like, 12 dumplings. Yeah, I can eat 12 Wait, dumplings. do you guys know Ipeno, I-P-P-U-D-O, or whatever, in New York? It's, like, a ramen oh, a, a place. Pudo? Yeah. A pudo? Oh, I know someone who worked there. Yeah, the best ramen in New York. I haven't had it yet. But Legitimately the best ramen in my life. Yeah. Oh, they put braised pork belly in my ramen, and I was like, well, that, was, that was the drunkest night I've ever had in New York, ever in my life. I drank like an entire bottle of sake, went sake. to this place, and I was like, I'm going to eat fucking ramen until I puke. And I had so much ramen with pork belly, and I was just like... If there is someone in this restaurant that can stab me right now, I will be willing to die because I can't imagine anything greater than being like roly poly full off of ramen after being sake drunk. Oh my god. It was the I, best I thing like, ever. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you just mementoed us because basically you just told us your entire day within little bits and pieces. So I got to hear your entire day from when you got drunk on sake and then hung out and did all this cool stuff. And you went to Midtown Comics, and you got fucked over. Pretty much. That was, that was the most recent time I've been in New York, so it's like That's the awesome. most vivid in my brain. It, uh, make a movie out of it. I'm down. <laughs> I just need to buy a Canon G7X, apparently. Why? I've, so I've been told. Because that's apparently the <laughs> easiest right. camera to like make videos with. Canon G7X. G7X. Uh, oh, it's like a fucking digital camera? Yeah. Like a power shot? You don't want that. I've been told <laughs> to get that. I don't. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, end this episode now. Let me ask you a question. Did you have a good time, Miss Megan? I did. My parents call me Miss Megan. That's kind of weird. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I have a surprise for you. I'm really your father. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm adopted, so that's kind of weird. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Surprise! Sorry that I oh, left you on a doorstep. No. <laughs> was that not nice? <laughs> no, it's... it's... Yeah. That's fine. Um, so... Okay, so I'm glad that we had fun. I, I assume that you did as well. Yes. Not Miss Megan, just did Megan. I did, I did, I did, yes. You were on uh, the, the Dixie Landing show, right? Fuck yes, I was, and it was mad fun. We played a game called Then or Now, talking about like whether I prefer 
current versions of certain rides and attractions and older versions, and it was so much fun. The guys in Dixie Landings are awesome, and I love playing games, so that was... Like, and it was the first time they ever played that game. They never played it before. They played, like, this or that before, but they never played then or now, and I was the first person to play it with them. So much fucking oh. fun. It was so well, good. It was so awesome. Well, we're going to check out that episode because we haven't heard it yeah. yet, but um, do you have any other plugs you want to... Uh... I'm at MegVeg on Twitter. Um, Exiled from Verona is my Tumblr, which is like super hipster to say, but that's my Tumblr. <laughs> I don't. I have like a URL link that I want to make a website, but I'm not there yet. But I'm working on it. Um, but at MegVeg M E G V E G on Twitter, it's Meg and Veg. It rhymes. It's not MegVeg or Meg Vegetarian or whatever you want to say. They rhyme. I promise. If you look at my actual birth name, they definitely rhyme. That's how it sounds. So Meg and Veg, that's what it is. At MegVeg on Twitter, Exile from Verona on Tumblr, at underscore MegVeg on Instagram, and pretty much like Disboards, anything else Disney related on the internet, I am at MegVeg. I'm going to search you out on the Disboards because I have to see what you've said on there. We have a very Dude, um, you'll strange read relationship. read all with <laughs> about the, the, the person that I went to Disney World with for 08 and 09. You can read the trip reports. They exist somewhere. Listen, I just want to read you this. This is the kind of shit that you find on the Disboards, Megan. We get my middle DS, which I guess stands for Darling Son, which stop it. Just say son. No, it's um, designated has... son. Unfortunately, oh. they may not be darling. They just may be like actually yours. So that's designated. Can't they just say my fucking son? Right? It's three letters. Yeah. Oh, anyway, my middle son has started wearing a man bun and I hate it. <gasps> he wore. I love man buns. You don't understand. Yes. I have like a severe like addiction to them. One of my coworkers has one and it's like glorious. And I just, oh. Man, are beautiful. So, See, anything, so you already hate this. I already am like, dude, whatever you say, you're the worst. <laughs> he wore long hair through most of high school, but cut it really short while in college. Since he graduated over a year ago, he hasn't had a haircut and he doesn't shave. So, by the way, this person's son is a college graduate, right? And she's worried. Okay. Um, we went to a... HS graduation party, I guess it's high school, um, and all the kids were telling him how great he looked. And all I kept thinking was, when are you going to shave and get a haircut? And then, like, puts, like, a link to, like, some Yahoo thing about people who wear man buns. And um, I have to say, fuck you, bitch, to Powell RJ, who gives she, your son's out of college or in college or whatever. You can fucking kiss my fucking ass, you fucking cunt. Jesus Christ. On pisses me off when people, mothers, are like, I don't want my kid to wait. Fuck you. He's old enough. On Go top of that, hell. everyone said how nice he looked. I know. If Everybody he, loves the way he looks. If people <laughs> were like, you look like trailer trash, I'm sure it would like affect his ego or like his self, whatever. But if everyone's saying, hey, you have a really nice man bun. I tell my friend Joey, I'm not kidding, all the time. I love your man bun. He like trims it up on the sides. He has dreadlocks and it's, it's beautiful. Like it fits his head. So oh, I love it. And I'm just like, you Joey, it a lot? no, I don't get to. He doesn't work at my store. He works at the other one, but oh. still I, I admire his man bun. The fact that it exists, even when I could, I don't get to see it. But if you were like, Oh, like I really like your man bun. And people were telling you that, why would you change it based on one person being your parent being like, oh, I don't like that. 
it's like, Mom, everyone thinks I'm sexy with a man bun, so here's the deal. I'm trying to get laid, and you can't get in my way, so I'm just going to have a man bun, and you can deal with it. Yes, yes. And and furthermore, why is this bitch coming on fucking a Disney board, oh. a message board, to complain about it? Oh. It's it's fucking insanity, man. Oh. That This is the shit. That, and this is why I've been in a... I guess Mexican standoff with the Disboards. They hate us. We hate them. Um, and you're allowed to like them as much as you want. Believe me. Um, but I'm definitely going to find you out on there and, uh, and write to you. Literally, uh, like, I've tried to post trip reports, but I get really lazy. So I'm like, eh. But the only thing is I comment, or I don't even comment. I literally just read other people's trip reports specifically to look at the pictures of food. Is that bad? <laughs> Oh, I, I look at food porn all the freaking time. I, like, literally, like, use Instagram just to look at food porn. I just hashtag the food porn, and I'm like, oh, yes. No, 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 that's no, no. Three, three simple words. Disney food blog. Dude. That's it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's my homepage. I'm not Disney kidding. Disney food blog. Like, I believe you. It's my, delicious. On my phone, when I go, I never really look at, like, the internet, like, specifically on my phone at work. But if I open Chrome, the first thing that shows up is Disney Food Blog. I'm just like, oh, yes. what a delicious <laughs> treat. I want to look at some other stuff on the internet, but I'll be back for you. Don't worry. Got you, little one. And we had that weird Cheshire Cat, like, cake cup in Magic Kingdom, oh uh, which God. we first saw on the Disney Food Blog. <gasps> and it was sweet as fuck, but delicious also. So delicious. You did. It was definitely for sharing, though, because it was so freaking sweet. I felt like I was getting diabetes as I was eating it, but it was freaking <laughs> bite after bite of delicious diet. I haven't had it, but I've dreamt about it. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's super you will sweet. Enjoy it. Super sweet. It's like they probably take a five pound bag of sugar and put it in one cupcake. Probably. That's okay. mm. <laughs> oh, it's freaking delicious though. And with that, I'm going to throw my plugs out there because it is my show. And I'm going to say that you should go to mouserants.tk. Did I just fucking knock my headset off? No, I didn't. Oh, that's great. Um, you can go to mouserants.tk to find our shit. Send us some hate mail at mouserants at gmail.com. We want hate mail. And hate mail doesn't mean that you have to complain about us, although that's what we usually get. But fucking whatever. You can send us some nice things. It's just called hate mail, you fuckers. So send us some hate mail at mouserants at gmail.com. And of course, as I always say, go to iTunes. And then, of course, rate and review us. If you give us five stars, it makes us look good. And everybody will be fucking happy. Um, do we have any other plugs besides telling them that we're on Stitcher and Blueberry? It's Miss Simone. Uh, oh, what about our... Um... The soundtrack. Oh yeah, the frozen the frozen musical soundtrack is actually that. So if you don't feel like listening to the dialogue, well, we put the songs out there for you. And if you just go to mouserants.bandcamp.com, it will pop up. I Thank can't wait to be on that. Oh my god! Yay! We have we have like so many talented like people. We know so many freaking talented people. It's ridiculous. We have, so we you're have so saying many talented that there is generates. a Mouse Rants Spice Girls in the works. Oh, got it. Without that, do you have any last words, Megan? The only thing I can honestly say is the tattoo I have on the inside of my right forearm or right inside arm. It says, be excellent to each other. Ah, Bill and Ted. It is the most profound thing that Ted has ever said. So please <laughs> do that and be as nice to people as you possibly can because other people deserve it and so do you. So just be nice, please. So weird that you would say that on our show. I know, <laughs> but like even being like super crass and stuff, like you can still be nice to each other. 
You'd be like, you yeah, know I what? Guess. I fucking love you. You're the fucking most awesome person I've ever met, and I fucking literally think you're so great, I can't even fucking deal with it. I want to die. But it's still a positive thing, so that's fine by me. <laughs> yeah, but then we go on to episodes where all we do is make fun of other podcasts. So, you podcasts know. Podcasts are not people. Ah, I like uh, that. I like that. And neither is Barry. Um, anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, woo! Okay, and I am going to say goodbye. Megan, in your best way possible, say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Simone, take us out. Laters. Later, fuckers!
Yeah, I like the just nice chocolate fudge. I'm, I, I'm going to stick it. I'm going to, oh, see, I'm talking about fudge and then saying stick it. This can mean a lot of different things. Yeah, stick it no up and fudge on the end. <laughs> um, I guess, like, when yeah. you live in, uh, like, spoiled. Oh, up. Like, oh, sorry. Am I breaking up still? Hello? I hear you, you now. Me? Okay. What? I said, I said, uh, you're talking over me, you cunt! Sorry! <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Go ahead. 